Hello, good evening, and welcome to the fifth annual Video Shop Muffin Awards. Took you, took you enough tries. <laughs> Shut up, Sam. <laughs> Shut up, Sam. Just so everyone knows, Cal like started and stopped the recording like four or five times. I, but I got it. Trying First to get try. It right. Yep. And Zero then I deaths. Outed you instantly. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Uh, this is the only award show that counts about movies, and uh, I- I'm Cal. He's Sam. Hello. You know who we are if you've subscribed to us. This is your first episode. Why? <laughs> it is an odd spot to start, isn't it? It is an odd spot to start. Uh, but hopefully, we'll be able to get through this, uh, learning a little bit about all of us, the real friends, <laughs> with the awards we made along the way. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. That no, didn't make any no, sense at all. No, you got to write the first time, Sam. <laughs> first try. Zero deaths. Um, uh, so if you're new to the show and you started this, what we do is we give out a muffin to... Um, uh, a muffin that's filled with sugar to the good movies and muffins <laughs> filled with salt to the bad movies and various was, nominations. Was that canon? Is that something that we... No. Nope. Oh, God, established that we did? No, nope, that's new canon. I'm using my plate that I ate a peanut butter sandwich off last night. As, as my muffin plate. Yep, because we eat muffins now. For yeah, realsies. For real. This is the first year Try we've actually had muffins. Fatten me up for something. <laughs> but thank you to your sister for providing said muffins. Yep, because I can't bake. Um, otherwise, I'd have done it. Anyway. <laughs> um, uh, so what we usually do is we've actually got nominations from a couple of regular contributors to the podcast. Yep. Um, Brianne, Matt and Bob. Yep. They've all sent us their... Nominations. We also have nominations. We will discuss and give a definitive winner to the muffin. And our say is really what goes, even yep. if they're outvoted. Even if all three other people outvoted. agree, but we agree, we win. Yeah, it's it's not a democracy. Not this at is all. A dictatorship. Yeah. but run by two guys who kind of see eye to eye sometimes. <laughs> So it's a bit funny. Our public transport system is great, Fantastic. but public health is a nightmare. Because. <laughs> Eat muffins, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> make it feel better. Feel a little bit of an itchy throat. Harden up, eat a muffin. <laughs> anyway. uh, so what I'm thinking is we'll start with the nominations for each people. They've all given explanations for their nominations this year, so cool. it's going to go forever. Yep. Um, the first category we always have is movies that we should have spoken about on the podcast, but yes. didn't. Okay. Uh, I figure we start with the extra contributors. Yep, go um, for it, because I need time to uh, actually come up with my nomination. Because <laughs> <laughs> you haven't done the prep work, Cal. I've got my list of movies that I think we should have covered, um, but I haven't actually determined my official nomination. Yeah, fair so enough. Go for it. Um, so I'm going to go with Bob first. Bob has put forward The Mule, um, which he's then put a note saying that was released late December, but didn't see it until January. <laughs> So it's it's from 2018. Yeah, fuck off, Bob. What are you doing? <laughs> his his explanation is: old man Clint Eastwood becomes a successful drug trafficker by doing old man things. It'll make you feel range emotions, is what he's written. Um, <laughs> I think he means a range of emotions, <laughs> or feel rage emotions. Ah, uh, yes, that's the one. <laughs> that, that sounds more like Bob. <laughs> And there's few bits and pieces in there that are very relatable. Everything in it just feels very genuine, at least when it's a scene with Clint Eastwood in it, who is charming as heck. Irrespective of his personal views on things, you have to admit the dude can act and make direct, even though he's super old now. And make direct is what Bob <laughs> Um So sure, I haven't heard of it. 
the mule I, I've only seen the, the trailer because Bob and I do another show called Before the Movies where we don't have pretentious award shows and uh, uh, yeah so we talked about the mule on there uh, at least the trailer for it and it looked okay like um, yeah he's he has to traffic drugs and he's Clint Eastwood that is all that I really know about it it could be good I don't know fair enough it doesn't um, count nope for this award because nope. we haven't seen it and it was also not released this year yeah so, double thumbs so down, double, Bob, you idiot. Double boo on Bob. <laughs> you watch it be a tie now that our, that our odd number person is, has ruined that. Uh, we need at least Brianne or Matt to have fucked this up. So, my money's on Matt. <laughs> uh, so, Matt's put Good Boys. Um, Which, again, we haven't seen. So I have seen Good Boys. Oh, boo. And it is good. Uh, uh, one of the that's funniest... the one about dogs. <laughs> that I've made this same joke about three times now. Yeah. It's great. Uh, he said one of the funniest movies of the year with some really talented kids as the main cast. Yep. Best Stephen Merchant appearance since Logan and might be funnier than Wheatley in Portal 2. Fair was enough. He, was he Wheatley in Portal 2? Apparently. I mean, Fair I, enough. I didn't. I, I played Portal 2 years before I could have named Stephen Merchant, I think. So. Fair enough. He's put Rocket Man and Toy Story 4 as honourable mentions. Um, yeah, Rocket Man is on this. And I've got Toy Merch. Story 4 on mine. Yeah. Um, Rocket Man, we did Bohemian Rhapsody. Yep. That was this year, right? Or was yeah, that last year? That, that was, was this year. That was I No, thought... it wasn't. It was no, last year. No, it was year. last year. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Fair enough. Um, uh, Brianne has put... Uh, movies we should have spoken about on the podcast. She's put Aladdin, Book Smart, and The Queen's Corgi. I don't know the last two, but Aladdin was on my list just because we used to do lots of family movies, and we sort of stopped. We did. Most recently. We we seen some more serious. We films. stopped when Beauty and the Beast was trash. <laughs> uh, she has put an explanation for these ones here somewhere. Uh, movies you should have spoken about. They were good. And or directed by women. Talk about mo- more movies directed by women. Add little women to the list. I talk about movies directed by... I, I don't talk about the directors generally, unless they're known for being good. If Patty Jenkins comes out with a new movie, sure, I'll talk about it, because Patty Jenkins is good. Also, we talked about The Mandalorian, and a lot of those episodes are directed by women. Sure. Um, I wouldn't know, because I don't care. <laughs> so, little women... Oh, also, should have talked about Cats, because there is a lot to talk about Jesus. between the movie... The cast, the original stage show, and the poems the stage show was based on. Brienne, I'm happy to do a Cats episode next year when you're on it, when you can talk about it, knowing anything about Cats. I will sit through the nightmare for you, but it's because I love you. Oh, gross. (laughs) Um, I was waiting to see what you were saying. Also, the Queen's Corgi did look pretty adorbs. Sure. I mean, Cats probably should be on this list. I was convinced it wasn't out yet, but... I no, think it, it actually it, it is actually that I've is. come to realise since. So Cats might actually get a point for that. Um, Just if, because it's... A, it, have you seen the trailers and stuff? Mm-hmm. It looks horrifying. Yeah, it does. I've seen clips too. <laughs> seen the clip of the cockroaches, Cal? <laughs> no! <laughs> that sounds amazing. Have you I seen... Can't, Thumb- I can't not see the clip of the cockroaches. <laughs> have you seen Thumbelina? Uh, yes, I yeah, say yes. That had Gilbert Gottfried playing the Cockroach King or whatever. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. That is what I imagine it looks like, but with actual Gilbert Gottfried in it. Sort of like, yeah, like in the same sort of horrifying merge of CGI cat body and Rebel Wilson that is... <laughs> that is yep. bad. I mean, horrifying. Yeah, the whole thing looks horrifying. <laughs> it does. 
So, what what did you have for this list, Cal? Well, so I, I just listed all the things, like in general, like the the short list is now cats. Yeah, uh, the kitty would be king because you really wanted to see that. Was that this year? I think so. I thought that was last year. Oh, then scratch it. Fuck it. Uh, cool. Gone. Um, uh, the Lego Movie Two because we talked about the first one. Yeah. And no one cared. It was like, weird. That... I think the bit was done because we had that and we had Lego Batman Two. That kind of felt like the sequel. Yeah. Um, At least, yeah, we had our feel of that type of animation style. Yeah. And then that um, that animation studio went on to make um, Into the Spider-Verse, didn't they? Sure, I don't know. I think they did. So, like, we already just went, oh, pff, who cares about Lego now? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you can make this great stuff. Why yeah. are we bothering with that? Um, happy Death Day to you, because we talked about the first one. Did you see it? No. Yeah, I didn't either. Yeah. Weird. Uh, us because we talked about the first one because we talked about Get Out. Us came out this year. Us too, came out yeah. this year. Uh, Pet Cemetery was pretty good. Us. I, I believe it. I haven't seen it yet. Pet Cemetery was because um, we talked about all the other. List. It is a long list, but cause, but we talked about all the other Stephen King movies that came out this year. Anyway, we talked about it and we talked about um, Doctor Sleep. True. Um, Hellboy twenty nineteen was. Just the only reason we had didn't things is to because say. I saw it and, t- and was like, I have things to say, but Cal don't watch it. <laughs> so I never watched it. Yeah. John Wick 3, because we could have had heaps to say because I hadn't seen the other two, so it would have been a John Wick retrospective. Also, we'll mm. get to it, we'll get to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Aladdin uh, was was also on this list. Uh, Rocket Man, The Lion King remake, uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, you were really keen on that. Yeah, that was good. Mm. Jojo Rabbit is probably going to be my official nomination. Yeah, so um, while you're busy listing all the movies that came out this year... <laughs> well, there's um, only two more on this list. Jumanji 2 and Toy Story 4. So I, my official nomination is Jojo Rabbit, I think. This is Jumanji 3. It, well, it's... No, it's Jumanji... Well, I it's say it's Jumanji, Jumanji reboot. 4. It's the Jumanji reboot 2. It goes Jumanji, Zathura... Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, and then this one. Yeah. So it's Jumanji 4. Count. I don't count Zathura as part of the same franchise, and I don't count Jumanji. I don't count Jumanji One as part of the same franchise. I call this a whole new thing. Boo, boo on to you. Boo, boo to you, Sam. Boo, boo right back at you, buddy. Um, so yeah, I had Toy Story Four, The Lion King. Yep. Um, Bob really wanted to talk about The Lion King for some reason, uh, and Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, I. I think Jojo Rabbit is going to be at least the movie that we should have watched. Yeah, I haven't even seen it. But I yet. think as far as movies that we should have talked about goes... I think it's still going to be Jojo Rabbit. I mean, maybe. It's hard, because we try really hard to avoid politics. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> On this show. And I don't know how politically charged it is. I think it's mostly just a comedy. Yeah, I don't know about that. Not based on things I've read about it. But... Yeah, I mean... I think there would have been lots to say about things like The Lion King. And, yeah. And I mean, Cats. I'm also happy to go with John Wick 3, because I think... Well, John Wick 3 is probably the one that I want to watch the franchise of the most. I've had enough varied people tell me that I should watch it, not just the same people who would get me wrong each time. The thing with John Wick is mm. you can't... I don't think it's a good idea to marathon them, because you get tired. Yeah, yeah. John Wick is a movie you watch, like, one... Weekend, like three weekends in a row, maybe. Yeah. 
Um, Which is part of the reason why I didn't want to watch it for the show. Yeah. Because it was like, I can't watch these three movies. But we probably should have spoken about it, so I'm actually okay to give it to John Wick um, 3, if that's what we're going to... Because it's a, it's a series I've wanted to talk about on the podcast before. And Kel's always like, no, because I don't trust your taste in action movies. Well, it's... I don't... Like action movies? like action Yeah, movies. I know. Um, this is Keanu Reeves, Kel. We probably should do a Keanu Reeves person, person cast, cast at some point. Yeah, no, and I maybe agree. we'll just do it for that. Um, but yeah, I think if it's going to come down to that or Jojo Rabbit, because Jojo Rabbit, I think, is going to win a lot of like proper, like real awards, not just muffins. <laughs> yeah, you mean in real life? Yeah, IRL. We're the, like we're the only awards show worth listening to. <laughs> Name another everyone. one. Name another awards show. I period. Can't. I, I can't. Know. Like the Grammys doesn't count. Um, they're not real awards. <laughs> <laughs> the Logies. What? <laughs> Isn't that the dumb Australian TV yeah, awards it is. thing? I was just yeah. being like, I've never heard of oh, it. That, that, was, that was the bit. Who's on. Oscar? <laughs> Oscar the Grouch. Yes, that's it. The award. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Who are we giving it to? What do you reckon? Jojo Rabbit or John Wick? I think those are the where we're tossing up here. Booksmart, actually, I did want to see as well. We I probably th- should have spoken about Aladdin too, like Brianne said, the, the, but... All of these we should have talked about. Like, yeah. we just should have. Yeah. But which one would have... I don't know how we grade this. I don't know whether we came up with a reasoning for how we grade this. I think John Wick 3, though, as far as, like, a consciousness of film, though. Yeah, like, I think... It's a weird franchise we've never touched on. And I think it probably would have gotten the best listener ratings. <laughs> Possibly, yeah. Uh, compared to Jojo Rabbit. Because I think Jojo Rabbit's a little bit too It also Oscar only came Beatty. out, like, five days ago. And and it's a little bit Oscar Beatty. It's a little yeah. bit, like... Um, a little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's an intellectual movie. Yeah, at least that's sort of... It's not a feel-good family movie. Neither's John Wick, Neither's just to be John clear, Wick, but... No, but if, I think it has a more... It's not that it even has a more broad appeal, it's just that Keanu Reeves is, very, is such a meme right now. He's also fantastic, though. Yeah, I, I, I think it should be John Wick. Alright, done. John Wick 3 goes for to John Wick movies 3. we should have spoken about on the podcast. Now, is the new rule we eat a muffin? Yeah, we eat a muffin, muffin now. That's how, that's how it works. We want a blue one, a green oh, one. Surely we take turns, so you eat a muffin. No, no, no. We eat a muffin each. Oh, jeez. I mean, I just want to eat a muffin, all right? We'll eat a muffin, Cal. I'm eating a green one. All right. Just so everyone knows, it's just the colour around the Oh, it's just, it's the, just the patty pan. Are... No, the muffins are brown. Chocolate brown. Mmm. Like good boys. Yummy, yum. Well, while you're doing that, I'm going to bring up Bob's nomination for the next category, which is Most Disappointing Movie. Uh, this now, is a this is a downer muffin. Oh god, I kicked the thing. Oh, you're making so much noise, Cal. Trying not Calm to, but I'm trying to get down. to a point where I can like see my iPad and eat the muffin. Uh, so Bob has very reasonably put Rise of Skywalker. That's the most disappointing movie. Yep, which is interesting from Bob, but uh, is to be expected. Yeah, because he cared so much about that franchise. Yeah. Um, and his explanation is, understandably, what's most annoying is I doubt any lessons will be learned from this film, and there's a lot of lessons to be learned. Yeah. Yeah. It's not my pick, because I actually had a lot of fun watching it a second time with you, <laughs> who hadn't seen because it. Because I was booing There was a lot ear. of good memes coming out of it. <laughs> I'm enjoying the... I'm going to enjoy going back to that movie. Like, when, we mar- when I marathon Star Wars in the future... I'm going to be like, I'm looking forward to getting The Last Jedi for a really thematically tight, interesting film. Yeah. And then Rise of Skywalker is going to be just so fucking stupid. 
So I think I'm going to get something out of it long term. Uh, but I understand why it's most disappointing. That's very... I'm never watching this franchise again. It's fair enough. I That's mean, what I'm satisfied about. Mandalorian. That's not, that doesn't count. Uh, Matt has put Brightburn. And uh, fair enough too, from the sound of it. Yep. I never watched it. Uh, he said, What the fuck movie? You squandered your premise with a bullshit hypnotic spaceship. He's also yeah. put an honourable mention of Glass. Understandable. Okay. Um... Spoilers, Bright Burns on my list too. Yeah, um, just I because it was it to be. disgusting. Um, let's quickly see what Brienne put on her list. Yep. So most disappointing movie um, were for Brienne was Cats, Glass, yeah. and Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. Men in Black. Men in Black International. Which was the other one I have on my list. Oh boy, oh boy, this is a bad year. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Some of them are really, really quite bad. Uh, Brienne's most disappointing is self-explanatory. I wanted these to be good and they weren't. That's, yeah. Yep. Um, like, Men in Black International in particular. How did they take uh, those two actors, and, so charismatic, and, fuck it and up make so them charisma bad. voids? Yeah. It was yeah. quite impressive. Yeah. Um, yeah. My two were Brightburn and Men in Black International. Did you have any varieties on that? Uh, well, so, once again, I had a very long list. God damn it, Cal. Cut um, it down. Give us a top three. Well, and also, are we counting television? Because um, if we're counting television, I think I've got something to just blast you out of the fucking water. Alright, well... If we're counting television, Game of Thrones fucking takes this shit. Because I was expecting Star Wars to be bad, and it just disappointed me even more than that. Yeah. Like, that, that's impressive, yeah. but... Nothing made me go fuck you, Here's like the Game thing. of Thrones did. We are TV nominations. We are allowing, um, obviously not for best and worst movie, on account of yeah, but it not being a movie. But and but, this is most disappointing movie. Honestly, I'll make an exception because Game of Thrones should know should have been fucking better. Mm, Game of Thrones <laughs> absolutely should have been better. There's a couple that I want to mention because they're not going to win muffins, and I'm disappointed about them anyway. Yeah, um, there's Detective Pikachu, which was. A totally fine movie. I just wanted better out of it. I was actually quite... I have positive feelings towards that movie, despite the porn cinema experience we had. Because <laughs> I think that was the worst part about that movie. I just think it, it was a little dumber than Pokemon even normally is. And Pokemon's usually pretty dumb. Like I, th- I think I th- the ending of the movie doesn't hold up. I think a lot of the movie doesn't really hold up. If you, if you care about the Pokemon franchise, it's all I just don't. a bit of a wank. I thought it was fun. And yeah, and, and it is totally fine. I just wanted to mention it because I was disappointed and fair, I'm not often fair. disappointed. That's not true. A blatant lie. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Also, Steven Universe Season 5. Okay. It's very rushed. Um, you really don't need to write these down. <laughs> Cal, just give me like a top three, damn it. Uh, top three is hard because there was a few movies there that I thought these, this should be better. One of them was Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, that's fair. That's the end of your nominations. <laughs> no, no, it's not. You can rattle some off. I'm not writing any more down. Well, you should get rid of Steven Universe and Detective Pikachu and put on Zombieland 2. Yeah, fair. And and Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, even though it's not a movie, so it's a total cheat. Yeah, most disappointing movie was Game of Thrones Season 8, I it think. It was. And like, I totally agree. Star Wars is a fucking dropped pie. Yeah, but, Especially after Last Jedi. But but this whole sequel trilogy 
was a plain family meat pie dropped on the ground. <laughs> it's a bit shit. Ten bucks, replace it. It's not a big deal. <laughs> Game of Thrones also was a multi-billion dollar octuple tiered cream cake. Rise of Skywalker was also no worse than what the worst of Star Wars already is. No, it was exactly. A, I was going to say, it was no worse than Attack of the Clones. <laughs> yeah, it no. should have been better, but like, that's as a convoluted a movie. Yeah. Um, and there's, like, I totally agree with, with the nominations of Glass um, and MIB International. Cats as well. Cats, I'm I, mean, sure. I, I would believe it, but I'm not going to give it to it when I don't know. Um, but like, there's also like, Godzilla 2 was a little bit long and boring, but not, not that bad. Uh, but not enough to be most disappointed. I was X- disappointed in that though, actually. X-Men Dark Phoenix. I was pleasantly surprised. I was pleasantly by surprised by it. Yeah, no, you're right. Movie. Fuck it. That's off this list. X-Men <laughs> Dark Phoenix, you get a pass. You might even get onto most surprising. Uh, <laughs> um, Ad Astra was so fucking terrible. We'll get to that. But nobody thought it was going to be good. Oh, so, no, I think people did think it was going to be okay, good. I think people I, think it was good. And they're wrong. Yeah, very wrong. Frozen 2 was boring. Charlie's Angels was boring. Captain Marvel was boring. Yeah, I, I disagree with a couple of those, but... Like, Frozen 2 was fine. But, Cal... But boring. Was any of it as disappointing... No. ...as Game of Thrones no. Season 8? Then we're done. Yeah, Game of Thrones <laughs> Season 8 has it. And I'm sorry to everybody who thought that we were just doing movies and now we've just thrown them this curveball, but fuck you, D&D, for fucking up that show so badly. I know. And that's what I was going to say. So Rise of Skywalker is disappointing, but it's no worse than the worst of Star Wars. Whereas mm. Game of Thrones yeah. took a nosedive. Yeah, and it became the worst thing in... Western fantasy. Yeah. Like, the most disappointing thing in Western fantasy. Yeah. Who would have thought The Hobbit looks alright? Yeah, compared to this. Compared to it. That's disgusting. Because at least the dragon destroying innocent people in that had a reason for doing it. <laughs> Even if that reason was he got woken up early. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Anyway. Yeah, so, I, so we're giving the muffin to Game of Thrones? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you fucking lucked out hard, Star Wars. I know, I know. Hard. I was lucky to not be the worst end to a franchise this yeah. year. Mm. Mm. Um, it's just the hype that Game of Thrones fell, I think. Yeah, that's really what it was. And that's what this award is for, because it's not for the worst thing. It's for, for the, the most, most disappointing, disappointing thing. thing. And the the higher the you know the the bigger the fall the more disappointing. Mm. Remember we were all sitting together watching. Well, you weren't, but I was sitting with a bunch of people watching. And we we're kind of losing our minds. Like surely, yeah, surely they're going to fix this. Surely, surely this yeah. isn't yeah. how it's ending. And, no. and the context around it, D and D, like leaving to do Star Wars, but not giving Game of Thrones to someone else. So yeah. they rushed it out. It's just poor. Yeah, poor all around, and just so disappointing. Yeah. Uh, so most surprising movie is the next... Oh, do I have to eat a muffin now? Well, do you want to eat a muffin? You yeah, go have on, to give eat me a muffin. muffin. What, what colour? Uh, give me a yellow one. Yellow give me that one? lone yellow muffin. That is brown. Yeah. You see, I got the list of all the other nominations, so now I'm just going to eat a muffin. That's fine, but I'll go through my, my short list. For most surprising oh, For most movie. surprising. Okay. Um, and I think... I think... Why are we eating on the air? It's uh, fucking stupid. It is a, it is a bad idea. Maybe we should stop after this muffin. Please, we've got them though. They're really here. Like, yeah. It's the sound of a fresh patty pan on a muffin. Um, so, um, okay. I think my official... That's fucking good though. 
Oh, that's good, man. I'm happy for you. Um, um, um. Um, so I think my official most surprising nomination yep. is Yesterday. Fair enough. Um, just because I was expecting it to be this like middle of the road sort of like pretty good comedy and it turned out to be really, really good. Yep. Um, um, but also on my list was Child's Play. I also had Child's Play. Because there was no reason for that to nope. be any good. Nope. And it was pretty good. It was pretty solid. One it, of the better horror movies of the year. It wasn't like, holy shit, I need to show people this. But it was like, hey, you want to watch Child's Play? This one's better than the original. I think I like it more. Yeah. Which is probably sacrilegious, but... And like, I had things on my list like Shazam, but I love Shazam, so I was always going to think it was going to be good. It wasn't really surprising. Yeah, um, that's fair. Dora the Explorer. That's was, on my list. Because I was not expecting it to be so adultly entertaining, if that yep. makes sense. Um, controversial one, Terminator Dark Fate. I thought that was going to be Star Wars Episode Nine level hot garbage. And it was... And it was pretty, pretty good. good. Yep. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally agree with that. Yeah. Um, I also had The Mandalorian, if we're counting TV shows. you got to cut these lists down, man. I'm sorry. They're going to be here forever. Okay, my official three yeah. is Yesterday, Child's Play, and Dora the Explorer. Alright. Mine were Dora the Explorer, Explorer, Dora the Explorer and Child's Play. Yep. Let's see what Bob had to say. Uh, so Bob's most surprising movie, he said Joker. These days, lots of movie reviews just go over the plot, pacing, character arc, plot holes and such, and completely neglect to look at the actual craft of filmmaking, which is a damn shame, because they'll miss the beauty of Joker. The film sets out to make you uncomfortable and put you on edge. The camera's always too close to faces or peering intrusively over someone's shoulder during conversations. Pauses and silences are held too long off balance. And Mr. Phoenix's acting as a proto-Joker makes the film a unique experience. Mm-hmm. In short, I'm super surprised the people responsible for The Hangover could pull this off. That is a very good point, actually, because that... The- it is, however, I don't think they pulled it off, personally. I didn't like the Joker really at all. But I think the whole point of the Joker was to make you feel uncomfortable and... yeah, Sure. Like, but there are plot holes and things like that. Well, it's more that... You didn't really make a Joker movie. You made Taxi Driver and just put a guy called the Joker in it. Yeah, but I don't think that's necessarily a this problem. This Joker couldn't fight Batman. Yeah. The whole point of the Joker is that he's the opposite of Batman. I do that's feel, my issue with I it. I do feel tricked by it. I do feel like I was tricked into watching a movie that isn't a comic book movie. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that that, to me, makes it just as disappointing as it is surprising. Yeah, and it I've, sort of doesn't I've meet such this a neutral feeling on it. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't really sort of meet my criteria for it. But there is a good point to be made there of you didn't think that director could make that movie. Well, as someone who didn't like the movie, I did think he would make a movie that I wouldn't <laughs> like. So I'm not that surprised, to be honest. But the the fact that the guy who made The Hangover could make something that so that so effort effortlessly achieves the goal that it was set out to achieve to make you uncomfortable. Fair enough. I, I would argue that actually the skills involved in comedy and suspense are the exact same. And comedy is all about holding someone in suspense, but it's just for a different end purpose. I'm just not sure that this movie, that the Joker was about suspense. The Joker was about... Mm. But like, being uncomfortable is... Well, it was about broken patterns. 
It was about making you expect something and giving you something else. That's the point of comedy, generally. Mm, yes, but it's sort of not the point of suspense. Well, sure. In, in... But I, I agree with what you're saying. You're I, just I... D- d- disputing my use of the word suspense. But I think we're talking about the difference between very subtle flavours. We're talking about like the tiniest change to an ingredient, yeah. making it worth a different word. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't think it's going to win this award. No. Uh, he's also put Fighting With My Family was surprisingly good, so was Knives Out. Lion King was also surprisingly forgettable. Don't think Bob knows how this award works. <laughs> I totally forgot about it. I'm just putting it here so someone else can remark about how they too are surprised they also forgot about it. Yeah. I listed it earlier, Bob. Fuck you. <laughs> but also, yeah, Bob, this isn't about what was surprisingly good or surprisingly bad. This is the surprising is good, disappointing is surprisingly bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, then Matt's nomination for this one was... Yesterday. Fair the enough. exact opposite of Brightburn, using its premise to create a nuanced and heartwarming story, paying tribute to one of the greatest bands of all time, Honorable Mention Shazam. Honorable Mention what? Shazam. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, I... Like, Shazam, we sort of forget, was the, the first really good DC movie besides Wonder Woman. Yeah. Like, we sort of went, oh, is Wonder Woman just in really good hands? Oh, no. Like, this is the movie that made us go DC sort of pulling up from their downward spiral. Um, Brienne had Frozen 2. Yep. Um, Which I, I agree with. Is Oh, no, wait. Most surprising movie. Most surprising, not disappointing. Yeah. Frozen yeah. 2 and also Yesterday. Um, and most surprising, I didn't expect to be as good as they were. Both are contenders for the best of the year. Fair enough. I'm not quite as warm on Frozen 2. No, I'm, I'm pretty cold on it. <laughs> um, but yeah, yesterday. Yesterday's actually come up a couple of times. Uh, seems like yesterday almost has it, really. Um, I just don't know, because I would almost nominate yesterday for best movie. And I know that we shouldn't be meta awarding here, but I almost think that something like Dora the Explorer was more surprisingly good. I agree. Yeah, like the, the, the surprise. Well, I wasn't that. I I thought because I knew that it was um, what's his name, Richard Curtis was like the writer on Yesterday. Yeah, I like all his stuff. I wasn't that surprised. Exactly. Personally. Yeah. Um, but fair enough. Like I understand why they're nominated on your guys' lists. Mm. Um, I just I was expecting I was expecting mediocrity, and I got excellence. Yep. And I think that's the same sort of feeling I had towards Dora the Explorer. Yeah. Um, and same sort of feeling with Charles play. Like, it really is hard to separate them. But Yesterday seems to dominate my brain because it's the best movie nominated. Yeah. And I don't know whether I'm giving it the award because it is the most surprising or whether it's because it's the best. Well, I think either are okay. Um, if not, this award is most surprising. I think probably Dora. Yeah. Um, for, like, for me, Dora was the first one on the list because I'm like... That movie should not have been as good as it was. It shouldn't have been as good to watch as a 30-year-old man. Which maybe doesn't make it that surprising either. Maybe it's child's play. Maybe. Fuck, man. I really don't know. Or maybe we just give it to yesterday. I didn't find it that surprisingly good. I thought it was good. But But I you you knew the pedigree of it going in. Yeah. I didn't. 
I, but I didn't know that it was, was Richard Curtis say, until after. Well, and uh, probably the same to be said for Madame Brienne, who both also nominated it. And I sort of was thinking of it like, oh, if they needed to use the Beatles as their like premise, yeah, then the movie can't be that good. Mm-hmm. That they they've used yeah. a solid premise to hold up a relatively flimsy movie. Yeah, but some of the running jokes in that was super super good too. <sighs> I don't know, man. I look, I'm I'm almost willing to give it to yesterday because I'm not sure it'll. I don't think it's going to win best win anything of the year. else. But it might, it might be my favourite movie of the year. Nearly, I don't know, it's really hard to say. No, it is easy to say, because I didn't do it for the favourite movie of the year in the <laughs> in the last episode. Yeah, Fuck, no, what did, did I it. do for that? What was my 2019 <laughs> favourite movie of the uh, year? Shazam. Shazam! Of course, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough, fair enough. Fair, fair enough, enough. Pascal. No, nah, fair enough, Pascal. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> held that up well. Um, yeah, I want to give it to Yesterday. Give it to Yesterday? I want to. What are you... F- no, I'm okay to give it to Yesterday, because even though I wasn't personally surprised... It clearly surprised a lot of people, mm. um, and I think that is just as important thing for uh, the nomination. Yep, fair enough. Uh, now we're getting to the moments. These are always the most this fun is, categories. This is hard, and this is probably the one that I should have put way more Worst into. moment, I have one thing listed. I couldn't think of anything worse than this, even okay. though they're probably... Are worse things. Yep. Let's look at everyone else's nominations first. Because I think I know what you're going to have. It's got something to do with two lightsabers. <laughs> Cal, you want to know what I've got written here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two lightsabers. Ah! All caps. <laughs> two lightsabers. Ah! <laughs> Alright, sorry, we should put a light spoilers for Rise of Skywalker warning oh, right here. Spoilers for the year. Like, if you really are trying to avoid spoilers for anything of in course, particular. Of course, but... I just think. just go away. Uh, Bob's put Rise of Skywalker as well. Yep. Um, your parents were nobodies because they chose to be yeah. nobodies. <laughs> yeah, because but... they're actually somebodies and you're not a nobody. You're a somebody. Uh... You're a surprise to be sure, but a welcome one. <laughs> you see, Pelpy is your grandfather. Oh shit, is that Luke in a giant force mech suit ripping planets in half? My gosh, that is just so rad. Oh my blue milk, is that Boba Fett taking, taking on a Super Death Star Sarlacc single-handed? And is that Rose? Because it fucking better not be. It's uh, what Bob has written here. Oh, that's, that's very funny. Uh, honorable mention, Rise of Skywalker. Hey Rose, will you come on this adventure with us? I can't, Le- Leia said I'm grounded. <laughs> Uh, please note, I've only seen the film once, so I am paraphrasing. <laughs> no, I think that was pretty much spot on. <laughs> I um, think he was reading from the script. Yeah, that's fantastic, Bob. As per usual, I do enjoy your little rants. I do love Bob's rants, but we're going to have to take one of those as the uh, I think <laughs> as it's the, the most your, your parent is nobody's. His other one was an honourable mention. Okay, because I also had They Were Nobodies because they had to be. It was where I clocked out of that movie. Yes, Yes. That's that's why. Because that was the first look down the camera. Fuck you if you like the last movie. Yeah, yeah, moment. exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, Matt has put a moment from Joker. Arthur's rant on the talk show. Haven't we had enough of whiny white guys bitching about how bitterly unfair their lives are? Fucking take some responsibility. This scene cemented this prick as the poster boy for the incel movement that is dangerous insulting to the legacy of the Joker. We don't talk about politics on this show, so goodbye, Matt's nomination. <laughs> um, I, I did find that rant a little bit stupid, though, I have to say. Which bit of it? Mostly the... where he literally mentions where he lives in a society. <laughs> so stupid. But that is what that movie was about. I know, but it's but it's it's stupid. Stupid it was about that. Again, we don't talk about politics on this show. <laughs> 
Um, so, Brienne has uh, also a nomination from the Joker. Him dancing on the stairs. Um, and uh, a scene from Toy Story, which was when Woody left the gang. I mean... I'm just going to bring up... You haven't seen Toy Story 4, have you? No. Spoilers, Woody leaves the gang at the end of it. He actually just leaves them and goes on an adventure with another group of toys. That's fucking stupid. Well, it's Bo Peep and another group of toys. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that's fine. Um, So Brienne said, Woody leaving is sad and left me dissatisfied. I want something else. It didn't feel right. The Joker is terrible and that scene glorifies violence through justifying it through the Joker's sudden change in mood. His violence is okay because it makes him... uh, makes him feel and is no longer depressed. Not okay. This movie deals with a lot of issues surrounding mental health. The general population isn't equipped to understand or handle, so instead they laugh at the Joker in the wrong moments and glorify his action as a form of redemption. We're going to talk about politics on this show, so, uh, <laughs> so that's going to go... Look, as but somebody... also a fair, a, a fair enough point as well, because I, I had take that same issue with that movie. Okay, but... At the risk of dipping into politics, oh, no, as, just as somebody, hole, as somebody coming from a, from a mental health background, right? Yeah, the whole point. I mean, as someone coming from a comic book background, first of all, this person, like the Joker, isn't meant to be looked up to. He's the villain. We need to justify why he's mentally unstable. If he was mentally healthy and dealing with it in a good way, he wouldn't be the Joker. He'd be somebody else. He well, he would be a hero, not a villain. I I don't know if that is the point of the Joker though. He's also he's just not meant to be a role model, and I know that. And and th- where we get into politics is whether or not other people should have the fucking the intelligence to understand that or not. Sure. And where I, I would say that they should, and so therefore that point is, yeah. Where Brienne and I disagree is how much faith we have in humanity. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, and when you got less than me. Might want to go see somebody about that. Oh, jeez. You're <laughs> um, Cal? Yeah. We don't talk about politics on this show. <laughs> what was your worst moment? Oof. Because there were... Because like, like we said, there were quite a few disappointing moments. In Rise of Skywalker. In... I <laughs> <laughs> got him! Uh, and if we count television shows... <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, Game of Thrones... <laughs> Games of yeah. Oh, when 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 Arya kills the Night King, I didn't find that disappointing. What's disappointing when, is when Bran becomes the king. Yeah, for that some was my reason. that was my next thing. Oh. When when Tyrion Lannister turns up and goes, this crippled bastard, idiot, retard, stupid, ugly person, he should be the king, and we should call him Bran the Broken because that's a really honourable name to call our king. <laughs> Fuck him, and he making. The, the bit where uh, Daenerys is burning the whole house down, uh, uh, Jamie and Cersei kissing and dying in the rubble that's only like a foot deep, the Clegane Bowl of them fighting and falling into the fucking dragon fire. Uh, the entire long battle against the fucking dead was fucking terrible. And, and when, with, when we had uh, Tyrion Lannister and Bran talking for the first time and it's just like, holy shit, this character is literally omnipotent and this other character is the smartest character in the entire show. What are they going to say to each other? Cool chair, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, th- so Game of Thrones does get an award for me, but I think if we just keep going, it's going to win all the bad awards. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and there are worse things that deserve muffins. Two lightsabers. <laughs> I also had uh, Zombieland 2. 
Um, I, I nearly put something from Zombieland 2, but we, what did you put on? I couldn't think of anything too specific, so I ended up going with uh, Woody Harrelson not dying during the corral scene. Yes, yeah, stupid. He should, he earned that death, and, and he didn't get it. Um, I also had a leader battle angel the entire end of that movie. Fair enough. Because that movie just fucking ends in the dumbest point. It's not going to win, but I just wanted to have it there. Yep. I think the thing that I was most disappointed from in The Last Jedi... Not The Last Jedi. In Star Wars 9. <laughs> Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> Cal has a stroke on here. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> uh, was um, was The Kiss. Honestly, it it's at the... felt so out of place. <laughs> it's at the back end of the movie. By that point, I'm like, you know what? Yeah, Get whatever. you some. Get you some, Ben. <laughs> Before you... He knows he's about to die. No, Even he does she, She's the one who kisses him. So, yeah. get you some, Ray. Yeah, it's bad. It's really bad. I think the entire arse end of that movie could be could count as one long, terrible fucking Why moment. Why does Palpatine do anything that he does? Like, at all! <laughs> like, anything that he does! Oh, it's so hard. It's really hard to say. Like, I'm trying to have a flick through the rest, because, like... Honestly, though, I'm tempted to give it to your parents were nobodies. Yeah, because that's Bob's the nomination. Because as stupid as the two lightsabers is, yeah. if only Mace Windu had known, um, <laughs> or Mace, uh, that your parents were nobodies because they chose to be was the bit where I was like, yeah, fuck oh, you, boo, yeah. fuck off. Although I've. Uh, found a coping mechanism. Mm-hmm. I've accepted that Emperor Palpatine was lying about that whole thing, and it was all a lie because he just wanted Rey to join him. And she was never a Palpatine. She was never Palpatine at all. She wasn't no one. I hate it still. Even oh man, it's not when she looks and down, I've just made it up. When she looks down the camera and goes, "I'm Rey Skywalker," I nearly fucking like <laughs> just bottled somebody. I nearly <laughs> just took out my rage on an innocent bystander because it had to it had to go somewhere. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, I, Star Wars, I think, has earned this. Yeah. Um, whether it's for any particular thing. Right, I think I, we should give it to your parents with nobodies, because it's the first... Yeah, like, There's agree. a lot of dumb stuff in that movie, but it's the first... There's also some good stuff in that movie, though, and that's what makes it all the more tragic. I can't think of anything. Um, Ryan Carlo kissing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too full of muffins, Sam. You can't, you can't just spring that on me. <laughs> I might blow chunks all over the microphone. It was uh, so bad. Shall we move away from the politics that was the worst moment category, interestingly? Yes. Yeah, um, yeah. for some reason. People like I, to talk politics about shit s- that's awful. Yeah. <laughs> I think as well, just in comments of the Joker, because, you know, let's go back in that rabbit hole very briefly. Yeah. I think Brienne was very much affected by the actual audience reaction in the cinema she was in. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like she was responding to Because people. they were yeah. laughing at... At him, like it wasn't mm. laughing with. They were literally like epitomizing the negatives, you know, the bad stuff that was happening to him by laughing at him. Mm. Not which is I don't like in the cinema we were in. People weren't really laughing. Yeah, um, I mean, I was laughing. You're a bad at, bloke. Well, at, at a lot of the movie because it was just only, so uncomfortable. The only bit that I laughed at was the gun drop out of the where he dropped the gun in the <laughs> hospital, and only because that was clearly a. It was yeah. just funny because he's chasing the gun and he's knocking away with his big feet. Yeah. Um, but I think <laughs> I think Brienne's reaction is purely to the, like like directly to the cinema she was in, and that's very understandable. Yeah, I think 
we can talk about the purpose of laughing and the purpose of comedy in that particular it's sort not of a instance. Movie though, Cal. What do you mean? It's not a hangover movie. <laughs> What's so he not I'm meant to laugh no... at it? Yeah, but like, the, the reason people laugh, the reason people make jokes about horrible things, is to make light of them to the point where they can cope with them. It's not for anybody else but the person who's laughing. Yeah, to I agree to an extent. To an extent. But we should get to best moments. We should, because we're talking about psychology and not about muffins. You want another one? No, Cal, it's going to put me to sleep. <laughs> it's starting to get a little warm in here. Yeah, it is. It is getting, like, cosy warm, and then it's going to get sweaty warm. Um, uh, okay, cool. The best. muffin pushed me to that second go. <laughs> anyway, so best moment. We'll, we'll start with Bob. Yeah. Very hard to pick this one, so I'll throw a few in there, is what he said. Okay. Shazam, I can fly. Truck. me. <laughs> Um, Shazam, villain monologue. You're too far away, I can't hear you. I didn't like that. I found that really jarring. Well, it, it, it's a, it's a gag instead of a villain moment. I was fine with it. It was okay, but I, uh, I yeah, it, it, I wouldn't nominate that for best. Crisis on Infinite Earths. Um, okay. The Smallville bit. Uh, yeah, fair enough. It. I found it disappointing just because I wanted to see him in a suit. Yeah. All we... I wanted, all I want is to see Tom Welling in a Superman suit is that too fucking much to ask? <laughs> so we're going but back was... and changing most disappointing moment. We're taking it from yes! Star Wars. <laughs> we're giving it to Smallville, a series that ended <laughs> technically this year somehow. But it was a sweet scene and made yeah. sense for his character. Yeah. But still fuck him. Um, and now Bob's got my, two of my nominations, which is Endgame, uh, Cap. Getting well near. Oh, that's Cat such a good hammer. scene. Like when uh, I was gonna say, when people you literally go, "Oh shit!" in the cinema, like yeah. it's a good scene. Uh, Endgame as well. On your left, I also have that one. I nearly nominated that same moment in Star Wars when all the ships turn up for the they, worst. Yeah, scene. for the worst because it's oh, like, "Fuck you! You can't rip off a good movie and expect me to just to like it." And I have all the Jedi in <laughs> me. Two am Iron Man. <laughs> Um, oh, and I hate then, it so much. Uh, knives out. He's put donut inside a donut. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that bit. Such a good line. Oh, that's good. And then he's nominated the Mandalorian. Um, yep. The scene episodes one to eight. <laughs> How many episodes are there in the season? Eight. <laughs> Dude, it's pretty solid. I he really said, like Mandalorian. Uh, he's got a note here. Okay, so I wasn't super serious about this category until I remembered John Wick three. And the museum knives fight scene. I also put that on my list. <laughs> oh boy, enough. my legs were crossed the whole time. <laughs> and I cringe and figuratively spewed a lot. If you've not seen it, take a break. Watch it, then come back. But seriously, The Mandalorian episodes 1 to 8, best moment of the year. <laughs> um, understandable. Uh, that scene is great. Um, Damn, there were some good... Good moments in this year's... This year. Good moments. Um, so... Are we moving on to yours or mine? No, we'll move on to Matt's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Best moment. Avengers Endgame. I am inevitable. And I am Iron Man. Yeah, it's pretty hot. It warms the little... Because <laughs> I've warmed on that scene even more than... Than I thought that I would. Yeah. Because he basically looks at Thanos and says, Hi, inevitable, I'm Iron Man. (laughs) 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 Like, he ends it with a dad joke in the movie where he becomes a father. Uh, 
the heartwarming. Ultimate, the, Matt's written the ultimate badass combat that brings everything full circle of the first movie in the MCU. Fucking yep. beautiful. I could kiss this moment. <laughs> it would it would want to kiss you back though. That consent's important. Wow. Ask its permission. Um, Brienne had for her best moments. Um, Christoph offers Anna help instead of demanding he knows best. Fair enough. Um, Fury is a scroll. Um, J.K. Simmons in Spider-Man. Oh, oh how did I forget J.K. Simmons in Spider-Man? <laughs> oh, that's a serious contender. That is absolutely. I forgot about J.K. Simmons in Iron Man. In um, Spider-Man. Yeah, sorry, in Spider-Man. Uh, Brian's written best moment, excellent moment for both female and male representation in Frozen. Female is empowered and male is okay, taking a backseat and above all supports her in her time of need. Fury as a scroll is cool. And J.K. Simmons, this guy I went to the movie with, practically fell out of his seat. I'm talking about you, dummy. Yeah. what she's written. <laughs> uh, I did, practically. I, I did. I, <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I was going to say, that was my what? oh shit moment. I predicted Cat picking up the hammer. Yeah, I did yeah. not predict J.K. Simmons. <laughs> Oh, oh fuck! Okay, that. Do you want my list real quick? Yeah, yeah, but oh, I, I don't think anything on my list is quite as as good as that. I think it, it's not on my list, but I think it's gonna win because <laughs> uh, I have on your left from Endgame. Yep, amazing. Cap using Thor's hammer, amazing. amazing. Um, I have a family of heroes <clears throat> in Shazam. Yes, the the family Shazam. That is on my list. Yeah, it's such a good moment. So good. Knife fight in John Wick three. Yep. Same as Bob. Uh, everything with Baby Yoda in The Mandalorian <laughs> is also on my list. And I've also put Zombie Frogsy from Little Monsters. Okay, it wasn't yeah. going to win, but that's that moment in that movie, I'm just like, I approve of this. I do like that um, whole movie. Yeah. So you also had Family Heroes from Shazam? I did also have that. Now, look, there's a couple of these here that I just want to mention as, like, they're not going to win, but I want to... Yep. They deserve an honourable mention. Because uh, there were good things in Game of Thrones, as much as we've ripped on it. I don't think there were. The, the Name s- one thing. Okay, the scene where all the Dothraki are, are riding out into the darkness and the swords slowly go out one by one. That was a pretty impactful scene. Yeah. That was a pretty yep. oh shit moment. I, I don't think it is going to win. And I don't. if you've only got three slots for me, don't put that in there. Too late. Because my last slot. <laughs> fuck off. Because <laughs> I, I, the real... Two besides the Shazam fam for me um, is finding out the bent neck ladies deal in Haunting at Hill House. Oh, that is you like anyone who hasn't seen Haunting of Hill House. We're not going to spoil it. Go and watch it if you can handle spoopy things. Go and watch it. Haunting at Hill House is fantastic and very spoopy. Very spoopy. That messed me up. Yeah. I, th- it was the first time that I was like, oh, I'm not going to go outside to piss in the dark. <laughs> I'm going to wait till the toilet's free. <laughs> um, <laughs> but my- I've woken up at night and gone, ah, shit. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't sleep now. <laughs> um, my moment from Avengers yeah. was Scarlet Witch yeah. ripping Thanos apart. And I know it's not going to win, but it fucking should, damn it. I'm going to show you a great meme of that scene. Oh, do it. Because um, I love that scene, man. You might hate this meme, though. I don't it. care. I want to see it. Because cause that scene holds more weight. There's more personal like gripes at stake 
in that scene than in any other bit in yeah. the whole movie. No one has a more personal claim to wanting to fuck Thanos to death besides maybe Gamora. And she's yeah. not really capable of doing yeah. this. You took everything from me. <laughs> <laughs> you know who you are, I do not. <laughs> I love it. And, oh, and because that's the other thing. It's like those quippy lines there of, but I don't even know who you are. I'm, I'm, you will. I might. I might <laughs> for anyone who anyone who wants to know what that is, oh sorry, someone's yes. edited Baby Groot's face onto um, Scarlet Witch, and it's you took everything from me. And someone edits Baby Yoda's head on a Thanos, and it fits surprisingly well. And changed the caption to "Know who you are? I do not." <laughs> pretty good. Love it. Pretty good. So. Um, in saying all that, it's probably J.K. Simmons in Spider-Man. Fuck, man, because... <laughs> I completely forgot about that. Because I want to make a case for Shazam fam. I... Because the Shazam a... fam was like... I didn't know that was a thing in the comics. Me either. Um, and, you know, I love Shazam, but I haven't really followed any comics that closely. Um, so seeing that moment was like, holy shit, this is a proper water twist moment. And then for every character to come out of that moment and be portrayed so well by their adult forms... Yep. Uh, and almost then, better than the Shazam portrayal. Yes, yes, and that is almost what makes that scene so good. Um, My only thing with it, I was like, oh, wow, that's really cool. But J.K. Simmons, I was like, I, I shit myself. Because it works <laughs> on a meta level. It works within the context of the show. Because I was saying to you during the credits in that movie, might not have been to you, might, it mustn't have been to you because no. you were watching it with Brian. I yeah. was saying to somebody, I don't know how they're going to get to... Uh, he's going to school. He's working for the Daily Bugle. Like, I don't know whether we're gonna. I don't know how we're gonna get to him in Spider-Man One. I don't know if we're gonna get to that point. Yeah. Um, within like between now and the next movie, they're just gonna have to like time jump it. Yeah. And then that happens, and I'm like, oh shit! I was gonna say, and it's also an oh shit moment because he reveals who Spider-Man is. Yeah. And it's J.K. Simmons. Look, and that because that's a big moment in all the versions of Spider-Man. Whenever his identity is revealed, it's in shit like the Civil War arc. You know, it's like it's in things where it's yeah. like it's hugely important for him to have his face revealed. And now it's like, oh shit! Well, when, and- when we're emphas- when this whole entire movie is the pressure of him taking over Tony's role, and then for the world to now put that pressure on him, yeah, it's like, oh. Fuck, man! And there's rumours that the next now movie is going to be, like, him trying to, like, be, like, low-key Spider-Man while there's, like, a court case around him. Oh, no. But imagine, because there are two lawyers currently in the MCU universe. One of which is Daredevil, the other which is She-Hulk. Oh, either one. I know. Uh, There's rumours of that, whether that's what It's not going to actually have Matt Murdock, but fuck, it should. And it just make it Charlie Cox. I don't I know. I don't care. If, just say this and is Charlie just, Cox, but this is a different canon. Give him a different Daredevil suit. Or just make done. it the same canon. It doesn't matter. Like Daredevil ended at a point where you can do that. Sure. I mean, there's fact, a dragon under New York. Yeah, but don't worry about that. Exactly. Bitch. Just ignore it. It's fine. I don't care. <laughs> um, Fuck, man. Yeah. So is it J.K. Simmons and Spider-Man? I think it has, I think to, it be. has to be. I can't yeah. believe I forgot it. I can't believe I forgot it either. Because. Fucking fuck me for forgetting that. That's a that's I a know. proper fucking kick in the dick, man. It's making me swear so much. That's how intense it is. I know. Um, shall we move on to worst antagonist? Yeah. Okay. So Bob's nomination is 
There were no standouts for me this year. There really wasn't, was yes, there? Yes, I didn't like Palpatine, but that's got more to do with the film as a whole being a mess. Yeah. Oh, and Knights of Ren don't count as antagonists, they don't do shit. Yep, correct. Oh no, wait, it's those scout troopers in the last episode of The Mandalorian. Those guys are dicks, and they got off too easy in my opinion. Um, okay, I... I yep. Accurate. Um, but, um, yeah, so... Okay, Oh, hang on, because I, I don't have three for this, because I was really struggling. You don't need three, Cal. Well, that's what. That's how many slots you've got, so that's how many I'm taking. No, I'll give you one slot for no. this one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've actually only got one nomination for this one, because it, it was... it was the, the villains weren't that bad this year. No, they really, really weren't. Um, Matt said, Pennywise, still not scary, and what's worse, he got verbally roasted to death. That's how they beat him, though, that's... Yeah, That's where sh- his power comes shut from. Shut up, Matt. Shut up, Matt. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Brienne put um, whoever the villain was in Detective Pikachu. Oh, yeah. Bill yeah. Nighy. Yeah, that was a dumb becoming twist. Becoming Pikachu. Becoming, yeah. Um, and the guy who isn't Stanley Tucci in Shazam. So the main antagonist... The, the main looks like he's Stanley Tucci, but isn't. Yeah, I mean that uh, that was probably the weakest part of Shazam, but he was fine, and his motivations were really good. Uh, Brienne said this, and um, worst antagonists are hard. The Joker goes in one, but the way the movie is made, I don't know where to put him. Make a decision on where he belongs, and add him to the worst list. Otherwise, I can't even remember the other two. So clearly, not great baddies. I feel like Brienne is just really salty about the Joker. Look, fair enough too. I I. I understand not liking it. I do not like it <clears throat> at all. Um, yeah, no, fair enough on all those nominations. Uh, who have you got, Cal? Because uh... I got one, and I think I think it's the worst antagonist. <sighs> Give us yours first, I think. Cause... It's the Clover Tattoo Organization from Glass. Yes, yeah, <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. Hey, here's the here's a super organization group. They stop superheroes or something. Uh, so they all have a they stop them by convincing them they're not really superheroes or killing them. <laughs> also, they've all Whichever got one comes tattoos. First. Uh, okay, so my my first gut reaction to this was the new Terminator. What? But he's fine because because this year was just really hard. There weren't that many bad ones. And you're drawing upon the the Clover Corporation, uh, Clover Field people, Clover Tattoo. Yeah, Clover Tattoo. Sure, let's call them that. Those the 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 Clover people were from like the very end of last year, almost. They were like the very beginning of this year. So yeah, I, was re- I didn't February. remember any of it. And yeah. then I was flicking through the list, and I'm like, class. And uh, I mean, because the the main characters are the bad guys, so like they are sort of the antagonists. And Samuel L. Jackson did a great job. So I don't really count him, and I just didn't, I completely forgot about the, the shit twist ending. He doesn't wake up till like two thirds of the way in. I know it's so bad. My also, my the Rev Nine from Terminator is a great villain. I put mm. him on best protagonist list. No, he's not. He's a very good Terminator. I disagree. Wow. But um, I said the new zombies in Zombieland were so underutilized and clearly there for the tie-in game thing, and had nothing to do with the storyline. I thought like it was a good idea though. It was a good idea, and then they just don't do, don't anything, do anything with, with it. it. Yeah. yeah, and you could you could make a case for the Night King, but yeah. I don't I don't think it's really a solid case. I I think you've got it with the glass clover people. 
<laughs> you see, the fact that they don't even have a name. No. The Clover Tattoo Organization is the name I gave them because they've all got Clover tattoos. I'm pretty sure they mention it, nope, but... they don't. I looked it up. <laughs> I was going to say, maybe we should look this up. They don't. I looked on the Wikipedia. It, all, it, all it mentions is a secret organization that does this. Yeah. And they've just all got clove tattoos. It's fucking stupid. Ugh. Alright. Yeah. Yeah. Happy to lock that one in? Yeah, I think so. Done. Um, best antagonist. Oh, actually. Oh. Oh, so, yeah, so, yeah, because we're doing best now. Yeah. So okay, sorry, because I just had a fucking brainwave. Bob's put, uh, fair enough, too, Mysterio. I don't know, uh, I don't know, not a lot of big standouts. At least this guy made you like him and then hate him. Plus, he actually accomplishes something that will have a lasting effect on Spidey and the MCU, so long as they don't retcon it and Spidey actually stays in the MCU. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Mysterio is on my list. Also on my list. And probably, he's probably going to win it. You reckon? I don't... I'm not sure I could make a better, a better antagonist argument. I've got a couple here, uh, but keep going with Bob's. Well, so the next one up's Matt's. He's also put Mysterio. Yep. Um, the marketing for this movie really had me going for a second, and halfway through the movie I found myself wondering if maybe they really were making him a hero in this universe. But then the twist finally happened. It was amazing, and Jake Gyllenhaal chewed the scenery like a great villain should. Mm-hmm. Great manipulation of the audience as well as the people in the universe, because like he said, these days people will believe anything. Um, yeah, I'm... Yep, I agree. Yep. Honourable mention was uh, Dr. Savannah from Shazam, which Brienne nominated for worst. Yeah. Um, I thought he was a bit of a nothing villain in Shazam. He was, but that's fine. Well, it's an origin movie. It's almost expected. Yeah. Um, uh, just Black Adam is going to be way more interesting. Yeah, correct. Even though Black Adam is just basically the same Same, character. yeah. It's almost like they should have just done Black Adam. They probably should have, yeah, but uh, I think they'd already signed... Dwayne the Rock Johnson to do it, and uh, yeah, and then I don't know why they wouldn't just use him then. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know. He was also already set up. Um, so next up we have Brienne, best antagonist, um, the family and Ready or Not, uh, specifically the husband and Red from US. Us. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, they're good villains. I haven't seen um, us. So I oh, it's yeah, no. Us was yeah, good. And I, I believe it. And the villain in it was really good, even though I actually called the twist. Spoilers, there's a twist. Yeah. Um, it was actually the the execution was really good, and the reasoning behind the villain's actions were really interesting. So yeah. Um, but I mean, we called the twist in Get Out too. Like we called what the villains were trying to do. Yeah, in yeah. That pretty early. Like yeah. It's, it, well, um, I didn't. Maybe not early, but well, and I did. When I say I called the twist ending, I called it moments before it happened. <laughs> um, yeah, which is so it's which, exactly when you're meant to. Yeah, figure yeah, it out. yeah. Um, Brienne said that the family had so much motivation and conflict throughout the film. I love their um, interaction and their efforts. I assume this is a reference to Ready or Not. Yep. Um, which I did want to see and heard good things about. Mm. Um, I haven't even heard of it until now. There was something to be feared with the most satisfying ending. The film questions the existence of the devil throughout the whole film and answers in relation to the family works amazing. Same idea with Red. Although it's up for debate which Red double is the antagonist and which is the protagonist. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, accurate. Um, that's why Us is sort of muddled. But I haven't seen Ready or Not, I really wanted to. I haven't even heard of it. Uh, it's just a horror movie where this woman gets married 
and then on the night of her wedding, um, she's at this at the family home of the person she's married, and it's like, all right, uh, now we're going to hunt you. Mm. If you survive, you're welcome into the family. That's what the trailer says. Okay, that's fucked. Yep. That sounds fun. Yeah, super, super fun. Um, I can't believe in Worst Antagonist we didn't, uh, we didn't mention the nothing aliens from Dark Phoenix. Because we just forgot that Dark Phoenix oh, existed. Geez. But that movie was so neutrally whatever that I haven't even listed it once. It was like surprisingly good for how bad I was expecting it to be. Yeah, yeah. Which brings it up to an exact average of movie. Yeah. Um, so where are we? I think we've done all the guest nominations. Yep. Mysterio, Mysterio, Brienne had, yeah, the family. Um, those are interesting nominations. I had a bunch of people on this. Um... I the Rev Nine. I uh, thought the Terminator was good in that one. Yeah. Uh, Thanos. I also had Mysterio, and I actually had Talos as well from Captain Marvel. Uh, the Skrulls all being Australian, I very much enjoyed. <laughs> I do and, like that. But is he the antagonist? Yes. So that's where that one doesn't quite count Be- because Jude is Law antagon- isn't a good antagonist. He's a twist antagonist, but he's not a good. Twist antagonist. No. He's not He's not very good as a villain in general. Jude Law? Yeah. Yeah. No, no he's not. Talos was much more interesting to watch in every way. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I do agree with that. Um, I also have Kylo Ren. Purely because he's the most interesting villain Star Wars has ever done. And that is a fucking... That is absolutely in my favour for how shit Star Wars is. Kylo Ren is... He was more of a protagonist in in this than any other character Probably, was. Probably, yeah. He was driving a lot of action. Yeah. Mm. He was the main character in that story. Except for the first half of the first reboot movie. Or the first sequel movie. Because that was Finn. Finn was the main character of that movie. Yeah. Force Awakens. Yeah. I'm trying to purge them from my head, Sam. Who's, the, your, the who's sec- your best antagonist? Oh, I nearly said Chucky. It's fair. Chucky, like, it's pretty good. Um, I wanted to say King Ghidorah from the Godzilla movies, because at least, I know I know that it's a very different idea of what an antagonist is, um, because it's not, he doesn't have a goal or a motivation or anything really, but he, he succeeds in giving the right challenge to the protagonists. Ah. Uh... The more I think about that movie, the more I dislike it. I do dislike it on every level besides the just the awesome spectacle. And Rodan is the best bit in that whole thing. Yeah, when he's flying around and he looks like a volcano on like flying through the uh, through the sky. It looks amazing, man. That movie was stunning to look at, but there was nothing under the hood. Yep, that's and, fair. And so King Ghidorah is absolutely not going to win. I just wanted to mention. Did you have any other honourable mentions before we give this to Mysterio? No, Mysterio was on the list, <laughs> and because like, Mysterio just earned it. The twist was so well handled, and Jake Gyllenhaal pulled it off perfectly. Because it's and that scene, it's the you know that scene I'm talking about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, and and it's the inverse of Talos. Yeah, and so you can absolutely say this character was the antagonist. There's mm-hmm. no question about it. Yeah, because um, and- every action he took at every point mm. was against the protagonist, even though we didn't know it. Because mm. Talos's actions weren't, even though we didn't know it. Yeah. So it's yeah. So uh, yeah, as far as just a uh, letter of the of the law technicality, yep, he beats Talos by default. Yep, fair enough. Um, and yeah, he just he has to win it. I think we've talked enough about him. 
Yep, I agree. Uh, so then we're going. Then we're getting up to. We're getting up to worst protagonist. Ooh, all right. Let's see this, what Bob has to say. Yeah, do it. Titan season two. Dick Grayson, aka Dickwing. Wow. <laughs> Unless the writers were going for a character who was cursed off screen to have their arc reset each day, then they should probably go back to VCA and have Sam teach them about character growth, development, arc. Wow. He repeats the same arc from season one, but this time he also gets to brood in a prison. And he's put a little, like, he's put a colon followed by an, a ca- an capital O and two exclamation marks. So I assume it's like, Shock face. I don't know what the explanation marks are for. I, I, I don't know. Um, fair enough. I'm not very good at translating emojis into characters. Um, I think I've won this one, just so you know. I won't tell you what it is yet, okay. but we might also have had the same well, I mean, one. That's good, because um, I'm pretty soft on it. I don't really have anything. Uh, worst protagonist Matt said is Victoria in Cats. Unnecessary addition to the musical adaptation that serves as a constant reminder this musical needs a plot desperately and if it did, it should focus on Grizabella considering, you know, she's the one who chose to go to heaven. Look, this... I'm not saying you're wrong, Matt, but whatever. Having not seen Cats, right? Yeah. But knowing who Grizabella is and basically with that comment confirming that it's a sequel... It really doesn't make any sense. It's like saying that Iron Man should have been the protagonist of the next Avengers movie. They're dead. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Like they've gone on to live their other life, unless, unless, unless the whole thing about being reincarnated means that she's now young again. But I don't know. It's fuck it. Fucked if I know, man. Either Matt's stupid. <laughs> Or, or I'm jumping to conclusions about the Cats movie, and quite honestly, I think the first one's more likely. <laughs> Poor Matt. Um, <laughs> Brianne's then said Leo's character in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, for the for the worst. Yeah. Uh, I mean... Dumbo and Chris Hemsworth in Men in Black. Oh, okay. I had Chris Hemsworth in Men in Black. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so, Brianne said... Uh, her worst protagonists are there because they don't need to be there for the film to happen. Uh, Dumbo sort of needs to be there, but he doesn't have the same arc as the animation. It doesn't work. It's unresolved and more about the kids. Um, yeah, and the other ones are just, they don't need to be there for the film to happen. And that's, yeah, fair enough, I guess. Lee, uh, the, the film Once Upon a Time in Hollywood doesn't need to happen at all. Yeah, because no, not <laughs> is, a lot so I get, happens. <laughs> so I get why that would be, like, that's totally fair enough, worst protagonist. I think it would also be fair enough to put on Best Protagonist. It just depends on what perspective you're coming in that movie well, from. Because if they don't have any goals, yeah. are they the protagonist? Uh, good point. He doesn't have any goals. Well, he does. Well, his goal is to be get is to get better at... is to get his career back into a, a good shape, which he sort of does. Why, did I li- Why do I like that movie? I because don't know. Leo DiCaprio burns somebody alive with a flamethrower. <laughs> You're that's right. Why. That last, if without that last ten minutes, well, that's and, the most boring movie I've and, seen all and year. And Brad Pitt rips some fucker's face off with a dog. <laughs> yep, you're right. <laughs> um, yeah, that movie was fine for ten minutes. Three hours of it was a bit much. <laughs> and you also had Chris Hemsworth for Men in Black. I did, and I had Brad Pitt and Ad Astra. 
Brad Pitt from Ad Astra is it was my your one. Pick? Yeah, I don't think there's a worse protagonist this year than Brad Pitt oh, in Ad Astra. I it didn't was even so bother. Bad. I didn't even bother to look up his name, the character's name. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I didn't either. Um, the I'm only reason to think I think of anything else. The only reason I put it over Chris Hemsworth is because, and Chris Hemsworth was at least. A nothing character. And he was at least somewhat entertaining to watch yeah. at times. Yeah, Brad Pitt was boring. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I, I think you could almost make an argument for Tessa Thompson being less interesting to watch at times, but she... But I don't know. Just both those are such good actors. How then, that movie goes so they bad. They just tanked it so bad. Yeah. But, like, th- we had some surprisingly, like, good protagonists this year. Yeah, but, so you want to get onto that? Well... I mean, do you have anything I think else? there's an argument to be made for Daenerys. You see, but then she becomes the antagonist for those last couple of mo- episodes, and the performance was still really good, yes. which is the only reason I'm hesitant to give it that because at least the performance was good. Mm. Amelia Clark was entertaining to watch still, even though they butchered her character. Mm. Um, Brad Pitt was not entertaining to watch in any way, like not even a little bit. It's like, hey. Here's, an, here's a film where you're really going to act. But it's like, just be stony-faced and have no emotional connection to anything or anyone. You might have an argument for... Yes? Jesse Eisenberg in uh, in, in Zombieland 2. Uh, again, I argue fun to watch. It was... Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. No, None of these, because all of these are bad. All the ones that I'm suggesting are not good. Yep. But you're right. Nothing was quite as fucking, like... Soul crushingly yeah. boring as Brad as, Pitt. As Brad Pitt and Ad Astra. Yeah, sorry, Brad. Except I'm not. Fuck you. <laughs> You're better than that. You Probably. are better than that. Although, are you? No, Brad Pitt is better than that. Name a movie he's been in where he's really Snatch. good. Yeah, fair enough. He's really good in Snatch. He is, but he's only Burn one after small... reading. Name one movie where he's not in an assembly cl- cast. <laughs> an ensemble cast. An ensemble, an assembly cast. <laughs> an ensemble cl- cast. Oh god, I'm sure. I mean, in in Fight Club, he's pretty. He does a good performance. Uh, fair enough. Uh, like Brad Pitt. Nor- Brad Pitt's good. He just is so often misused, and he's not very good at picking his own roles. I think. No, this is clearly an Oscar grab, and I'm like, it's sh- better not get any. <laughs> or I'll burn the Oscars down. Well, because um. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is a better performance by Brad Pitt and a better Oscar grab movie. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think we should move on. Alright, so we've got Bob's best protagonist. Henry Cavill's Gerald of Rivia from The Witcher. Geralt. Whatever. It says Gerald. It's, it's Geralt. It's pronounced it's Geralt. Geralt. I have some nerdy nitpicks with the show, but hot damn does Henry nail it. Dude is on par with Doe Cockle? Doug Cockle, who voices... Gerald in the video games. People have spent countless hours playing as um, Cavill manages to give the character just as much with the character. Jeez, he's worded this terribly. <laughs> in significantly less time. And for that, deserves this muffin. Come on, guys, toss a coin to your Witcher. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, he says hmm a lot. And he says mm. grr a lot. Yeah, I believe that. Um, it turns out Henry Cavill does do a lot of roles where he doesn't do or say much. I mean, that's a pretty good thing by the sounds. Make him the quiet guy who just hits things really hard. That's fine. Yeah, it's fair enough. I mean, um, his best performance in Justice League was that bit where he was a little bit mad after being re- resurrected. Yeah. It's fair. Yeah. Uh, Matt's is Marta 
from Knives Out. Okay, yeah, fair um, enough, fair she's enough. On, she's on my list too. Clearly the most moral person in the movie and deserving of everything she gets in the end with a gross but charming condition that is used sparingly but really well as a plot device. Yep, I agree, she's also on my list. Yeah, I was really worried about that whole throwing up thing that it was going to become like cartoon level stupid. But it and they just uh, they yeah. just the right amount of it. Yeah, that you could believe it was real. Uh, Brienne has a long list. Uh, she's got Anna from Frozen Two, which um, uh, yeah, she's not going to win that. <laughs> Fair enough. I liked Anna in that. She's got Captain Marvel, who I do really like. I, don't. Um, I know you don't. It's because you don't like women, Cal. Mostly, yeah. Um, she's also put Bo Peep from Toy Story 4. Fair enough. Um, and The Girl from Ready or Not. Um, fair enough. I haven't seen it, uh, obviously. Yeah, I'm sure she's great. Uh, and Bo Peep wasn't in, actually, what was interesting, although I'm not sure I'd call her the protagonist of that movie. I mean, it does seem like she actually gets a character, so that's good. Yeah, she does. Uh, I, I actually really like Captain Marvel, and I thought Anna was... Anna was at least had more to do in this one than I think she did in the last one. And she still didn't end up doing as much as she should have. Yeah, maybe. But I think that was more the plot than the character. Well, exactly. I, th- I have more problems with that movie than I do with her as a character. Um, and Brienne has said that um, best was these amazingly clever and brave women. Women need some recognition. And if I have to spell out why in each one's favour, you aren't paying enough attention. And then she spelled it out for the girl from Ready or Not because she knows we haven't seen it. I'll give you a pass on. Yeah, she says, The girl from Ready or Not, I'll give you a pass on because you didn't see it. She's alone against like 15 people and wins. She has to outsmart a family with the devil on their side with lots of money and gadgets. Hmm. Interesting. Fair enough. It um, sounds like a... Yeah, like a... Like any any good horror movie sort of does the same thing. Leaves the protagonist in a position where... Well, that's what the Ready or Not is a yeah, horror movie. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, it sounds like a really good horror movie. Um, I had a lot of people on this... Two up top, I think, have to be mentioned is Iron Man and Captain America yep. from Endgame. Fair enough. I almost didn't think of them. Like, they almost on a different level. I know, but they definitely deserve mentioning, even if they don't win anything. Yeah, fair enough. I also had Marta from Live, uh, Knives Out. She's such a such a compelling character to watch. Yep. Uh, I did have Billy Batson from Shazam. The only problem is I like Billy Batson. I don't like Shazam. Same. Um, yeah, that that's a big reason why he spends not on my more list. time as Shazam, which is why it's a more an honourable mention. Yeah, and I know that you're not really supposed to like Shazam. Like he he's he's a broken character who still needs to learn some things, but that doesn't mean he has to be as unlikable as he was. Yeah, and yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, and, I, I haven't got him on my and Mando list. from the Mandalorian. Fair enough. I. Haven't seen enough. I haven't finished the Mandalorian, so I don't know if he gets any more time to really grow as a character. A little bit. It's not a lot, but I think he he's very subtle changes mm. uh, what is interesting. Because I really like him as... The last episode's as, really good. Yeah. I really like we'll him at the episode. moment as, like, grumpy, fuck these sand people stealing yeah. my shit. <laughs> I, I like grumpy um, cowboy. Um, yeah, fair. Okay, so... My list was probably a little half-baked, because I definitely listened to those... And when yep. yeah, shit, Marta needs to be on there. Yeah. Um, um, I had the kid from Detective Pikachu that I've been trying to frantically Google his name and I can't find it. I think it's something pretty standard. I thought that he was the best part of that movie. 
Uh, Detective Pikachu. Like the the kid in that. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Not, yeah. not Pikachu. Him. I don't think he's gonna win. He's not like a big shock to the system or anything like that. He just is really good at what he does, and he deserves a mention. Um, the only thing I have against Marta in Knives Out is that it's a bit ham-fisted about how many times it's shoved down your throat how good a person she is. And not even just that she does the right thing, that um, old mate James Bond turns to the camera and says, she's a good person. <laughs> yeah. You need to remember how good a person this girl is. I think it's a nice refresher, though, from... Yeah. All the characters... Because obviously in that movie, everyone's an asshole but her. And yeah. that's why, spoilers, she wins. Yeah. Quotation marks around yeah. wins. Um, uh, but we have a lot of really flawed, damaged characters, which are, of course, interesting, but it is really refreshing to see a character who is just well, purely good and gets rewarded for it. Well, and because she's... She is flawed. Her The lie that she believes in, sort of, in yeah. how to write your script sort of terms goes is that she doesn't deserve it. Sure, yeah. She's flawed, but but her, her flaw isn't... Yeah. Like, she, she still believes a lie. Yeah. And she changes on the that lie. One other character on my list is Dan from Doctor Sleep. Ewan McGregor. He was quite good. I don't think he's award-winning good. I don't good. think it's award-winning good either. And he has that, actually, problem of... He's that character who's a fucking asshole that comes round. Yeah. Whereas Marta is... Good and her floor is not that mm. she was an alcoholic or something like that. Well, and the movie isn't about him coming around. No, it's the not movie about is that. about what you can achieve when you do come around. Yeah, and I think that's a really good message. It but is. That's it's sort of movie. not a good movie to showcase a protagonist. No, probably not. Even though it's a, f- I like that movie a lot. Mm. Actually, I really do. It it was way better than I was expecting it to be. But honestly. I think it has to go to Marta. I just want to put in All right. one more. Okay. Dora. <sighs> Dora was really good in that whole movie. She stuck to her guns and like she's a good example of a character where it's like this is how good you can be if you get your shit together. Yeah. Dora was fucking capable and funny and smart and saves the day. She was great. A perfect role model for kids. Like as... Yeah. She's got all the benefits of Marta. Mm. I think she really does. And she taught you how to escape from quicksand. She did. I didn't you learned something. I didn't from... know how to do that. <laughs> and look, I, I'd be happy to give it to Marta. Because of all the things we've already said. Yeah. I just really want Dora to get some love here. Because I don't think she's going to win Best Movie. I don't think she might win anything else. But she was a really good protagonist even for adults to watch she because that actress too she was the comedic heart of that movie as well as the real life beating heart nor heart of the movie like she fucking carried that film like not that anybody else did a bad job but she had so much on her shoulders and she nailed it the performance was good (sighs) they balanced how dumb and cartoony it was with how heartwarming and great it was I I really think she deserves it. I, I, yeah. I, there's no argument against Dora. <laughs> there's no argument against Marta either. No. But I think the the good role model thing mm. is what's got me there. I think. But, Marta, but Marta's a good role model too. She is, but but she's a good role model for adults. Yes. And adults are already shit by the time they've seen Marta. Dora <laughs> might actually save some people from being shit. Yeah. 
I think we can, uh, let's give it to Dora. Yeah? Yep. Fuck yeah. Sorry, everybody else. <laughs> and I'm sorry that it came in right at, the, <laughs> right at the 11th hour, but I think Dora really deserves that. Yep. No, and I'm happy to give it to that. And she was the only one on my list before we started recording. <laughs> oh, well, that's sweet. Everybody else, I was like, ah, I'm trying to think. Ah, <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so I'm looking at worst movie for Bob's. Oh, it's fuck. Really... We're there already. We're only at an hour and a half, Sam. <laughs> only? We're only at an hour and a half. It's so hot in here. It's very warm. I might have to change shirts. It's fine. Um, so you do that while you... I'm going to do that while you read Bob's. Well, Bob's paragraph is really long. Do it. So take your time. Cool, all right. He's I'll, written worst... I'll really pick one out. <laughs> He's written worst movie slash TV. Um... <laughs> So it's Titan Season 2, Oofed. a.k.a. How to set up a bunch of narrative threads, then shit the bed with explosive diarrhea. Oh, I've only seen Titan Season 1. I know, me too. If you thought Season 1 was crap, I didn't, but a bit entertaining enough to watch, then don't worry, Season 2 fixes that. They set up a bunch of inter- interesting stuff, then panic, because they spent the first three quarters of the season doing only set up and then just either ignore it or rush it to the end in 12 seconds. Uh, also, this show's never heard of character development. No one fucking learns or grows. They just brood and res- reset. Their powers are entirely dependent on what the plot needs. In brackets, see how they resolve the Trigon. Another set of brackets. Who looks like he was made in cahoots by a 12-year-old. Oh, cahoots. Uh, that was a bad animation bracket, software. <laughs> close bracket one. Storyline and how they save... Superboy, close bracket. Also, they just straight up kill a main character in the dumbest, most laughable way, in brackets again. Yes, they're probably getting revived in some bullshit way so they can start another arc that won't be finished, close bracket. Oh, and just forget that... (laughs) Oh, and just forget that Gar turns into a snake in the first episode. He can only do tigers. Just pretend it didn't happen, because the show sure as shit will. Also, they (laughs) ran out of money for bad green... Tiger CGI. Mm. Fuck, it's, there's more. It's more frustrating than Rise of Skywalker. At least there are moments of good that shine through the shit in that movie. In Titan Season 2, the shit gets piled so high by the end, not even a mushroom would survive. Wow. Um, so, Bob, you're kind of iffy on Titan Season 2. <laughs> you're not, not, quite, uh, not quite convinced that it's a good season, I bet, yeah. A little disappointing, <laughs> uh, is it, Bob? Yeah, just a tad. <laughs> Ah, fucking Uh, hell. Alright, let's see what Matt's got for us. The Lion King. In all caps, this is not a movie. At best, it's a nature documentary with music. Fuck this piece of shit as an example of corporate greed and the worst of Hollywood's recycling of ideas. Fuck, that is brutal. But I can can totally see why. Because the only reason it's not a nature documentary is they can't get the lions to do what they want them to do. Otherwise, it would have been cheaper <laughs> to mm. just film real lions. Here's the thing, though. The Lion King actually was a CGI masterpiece. Like, it's incredible. It's just but a it's movie a that demo. doesn't need to be made. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Brienne has on her list, worst movie, um, she's got a bunch. Joker, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, The Kid Who Would Be King and Cats. The Kid Who Would Be King, I wouldn't put worst. It was disappointing, though. Cat sounds like it's a living nightmare. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I get why you would put that on your worst list, and I also get why Joker's on the worst list too. Mm. I really didn't like Joker. I nearly put it on my list as well. 
Um, but I just, there were just movies I liked even it, less. It doesn't shit the bed like a lot of the other movies did that are on my list. Mm. Um, it, like it was a movie that set out to achieve something and achieve that thing, and then people didn't like that thing. Yeah. Um, so Brian said that the worst movies are on there because they didn't hold my interest or they offended her. The Joker is just problematic and not the world. Uh, and um, the world's uh, the world isn't ready. Is not received the way it's intended to, and instead uh, just has shown audiences a terrible side of mental health problems via the glorification of violence. Once upon a time in Hollywood was too long and focuses on the wrong part of the story. I actually do agree with that, even though I liked it. It begs the question: so would two strong men next door really have sh- saved Sharon Tate? It does also reek of like the well, no, white... because it wasn't. It wasn't that the men saved them. It's the dog and the flamethrower. <laughs> the men had nothing to do with it. They Who was controlling they... the dog and the flamethrower, Callan? Uh, all he had, the dog did everything. All he had to do was go, and the dog went. Because he spent years training that dog to do that. Yeah, fine. Um, but it is a, it is an interesting point. It's, it, it reminds me, I think I've told you this before, I think I said it in the episode, is that uh, Mark Wahlberg once said that if he was on the planes, he would have been able to stop 9-11. God damn um, it. It's kind of the same thing. It's like, well, if I was there, I, we, you know, I would have Even them. if that was true, right? Even if he could have arm wrestled them all into submission and then flown the plane down into landing, right? Yeah. Should he have? Should he have risked all those people's lives to try? Probably not. Like, there's a whole other moral question about whether you can and whether you should. Sure. Yeah, yeah, Which is what we shouldn't talk about on this show, (laughs) because we don't talk about politics or philosophy. There have been a couple of political movies this year, I'm realising. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, realising through these nominations. We're we're, we're, uh, coming to a presidential election and things are getting political. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Uh, On my list, I had Ad Astra. Yep. Fuck that movie. I had Mini Black International. Yep. Fuck that movie. Okay, I had Brightburn. Both... Fuck that movie. And I also had Cats, even though I haven't seen it. <laughs> Fuck the trailer. <laughs> uh, see, I'm just so morbidly curious about Cats that I can't dislike it yet. Uh, Alright. So, really quickly, Cal. Yeah. Really quickly. I'm no. going to show you the cockroach scene. No, yeah, Sam. This is not yeah. what the show's about. Oh, it is and We're now. halfway through the nominations. Nope. nope, this is now what we're doing. God damn it, Sam. Oh, Callum, look at this. This is a scene from the movie Unaltered. The cockroaches have human faces, Cal. Yeah, every... There's a cat with a human face eating the cockroach. Oh, that's weird. Oh, I don't like this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I hate everything about this. <laughs> I mean, you lost me at Rebel Wilson for one. But she took her fur off and underneath was a dress and more fur. In her defence. And you know I wouldn't defend Rebel Wilson unless I absolutely had to. That does happen in the stage play. <laughs> it's a very different wardrobe change. But I'm that sure, happens. but... They take their fur coat off and it's a glamorous, sexy cabaret thing. That's fine, though. Yeah. Because in stage, it's all kind of a little bit camp and it's fine. Mm. That's a nightmare, Cal. Yeah, that is a nightmare. It's a nightmare. Right? I agree. Eating and... the, the... The cat with a human face ate a cockroach with a human... F- the human face wasn't even, like, cockroach-coloured. It's yeah, just a it human, human face. flesh-coloured pink face, yeah. Which is all fine when people are in costumes on a stage... Yeah. It's fucked. Yeah, no, you're right. If it was a stage play, I would have loved to see a human dressed as a cockroach be eaten by a human dressed as a cat. No, Sam! <laughs> um, okay. What have you got? Cats? Uh, what, what have I got? I, I, I don't have cats, but I did have Ad Astra, and yeah. I did have Men in Black International, and I did have Star Wars 9. 
I also I had... don't think it's Souls Nine was that bad. No, and and the next two aren't going to win it either, but one of them should. <laughs> um, Charlie's Angels was fucking bad. I came out of that with a completely neutral kind of experience. The the whole thing was so utterly nothing. You see, the thing is, I watched that and then I watched the OG ones. I'm like, oh, these are all bad. So I watched this the OG ones, ones and went, oh, so I might actually have some fun in this nope. third one. No. Nope, those OG ones are terrible, Cal. They're so bad. I would prefer I to watch the, the other two one. ten times before I'd watch the, I'd watch the third new, one I'd once. watch this new one again, I think, before Ugh. I'd watch either of the old ones again. You're all bloody weird. Yeah, no, those um, old ones aren't good. Glass oh, is also yeah, on the list. terrible. Glass is bad, and I forgot that it was this year. That's the only reason it wasn't on my list before this came up. My original list was Star Wars, Ad Astra, Men in Black. Um... It's probably cats, though, isn't it? <laughs> no, I'm not giving it to cats. We should give it no, to cats, No, we're not though. not giving it to cats. Did you not see that scene? I did see that you? scene. It is a fucking nightmare. <laughs> Maybe that was totally intentional and part of the joke, and if we watched it in the movie, I, you would get it. Somehow I doubt it. I don't care. It wasn't as it wasn't as shit-the-bed bad <laughs> as Star Wars or Men in Black International, was it? Those movies had no, no right to be bad, and I, they were still I bad. Mean, cats was a monstrosity right from the beginning, I and it was a monstrosity in the end. To give it more to Ad Astra, though. Ad Astra was so fucking bad. Holy shit. Like, even Star Wars at least had, like, it looked good. Yeah. <laughs> Ad Astra was like, holy shit, they worked really hard to make this boring movie look like it really took place when nothing is. <laughs> <laughs> Why wasn't the whole thing a moon war? Yeah, I know, right? The moon war was like, yeah, that's, that's actually kind of cool. And then that ends, and the movie keeps going for another three hours. <laughs> That also, good, I think. they add in that extra character, that, that woman at the end, who's like a really good actress for like two seconds of nothing and then she's gone for the rest of the film. Brad Pitt climbs a rocket as it's taking off, doesn't get cooked by it, gets in the seat, lit, like, and then kills everybody on the thing and then sort of goes, oh, whoops, I'm the, I'm the good guy, I swear. <laughs> and then he meets up with fucking, with old mate, oh, I nearly said Liam Neeson. God damn it, what's his name? From the original Men in Black. Uh, His dad Tommy Lee Jones Tommy Lee Jones Meets up with Tommy Lee Jones And Tommy Lee Jones goes No And that's the end of the movie Like he just fucks off home It's so bad Sam Yep Fuck I mean because I want to give it to Star Wars Because it shat the bed so bad But it's at Astra But it's at Astra Cool This is the worst <laughs> Muffin Awards we've had Because we've agreed on nearly everything <laughs> The biggest debate was whether Dora wins it over Marta And it was like Ah oh, jeez they're both pretty they're good They're both pretty good eh <laughs> Fuck man Alright, well, best movie. Maybe we'll have a big fight over this oh, one. Oh, fuck. Yeah, this is going to be hard. This is going to be a firm, rigid, girthy boy. Let's see what uh, Bob's put down. Yes, go for it. Endgame. Yeah, Because really enough. did everything else... Even happen. Did, did, <laughs> he said, because really did anything else make you cry tears of sadness and joy? Have you fist pumping and holding back uh, screams of kick his ass? I'll admit other films were good, but Endgame is in a league of its own. Enough He's said. Right. He is annoyingly right. He's yeah. so fucking right and I hate it. Because um, the other movies we that we've always been... give it to the Avengers movies. We no, Last no, no, year no, no. We gave because it to... we gave best moment to the snap. I don't think we gave best movie to Avengers. Oh uh, no, because that was the year Into the Spider-Verse came out. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Have we, we did... given Into the Spider-Verse? No, we haven't. That was that was for the last episode we did. Oh, cool. That's good. <laughs> for a second I, I thought, mean, have good. we accidentally given a best movie two years in a row? That'd be, uh, that'd be amazing. Um, um, Brian said best movie was Yesterday, Frozen 2, and Jojo Rabbit. 
Um, all three surprised me, did not expect them to inspire me or make me think in the way they did. Um, fair enough. I really liked Yesterday. And um, Frozen 2 I also liked, although not enough to make it best. Jojo Rabbit, I still haven't seen. I really want to see it. I haven't seen Jojo Rabbit, so unfortunately it's disqualified. I had Yesterday on my list. Yep. And I probably... If the if the year had have been a better year, Frozen 2 might have made my worst list. Mm, like, Frozen 2 was very disappointing to me. Fair. I, I remember having... I think I probably will watch it again once it's out on, like, Disney+. Plus. I, I would be down for, like, a let's watch all the animated Disney princess movies. We should do that. We'll do CD that at some ones. point. That'd be good. Yeah. Uh, Matt's is Knives Out. Ryan Johnson is a fucking genius. He didn't ruin Star Wars, you fucking nerds. He deserves to get his trilogy made, and he made a terrific murder mystery, and I want this guy to keep making gems, because this, ladies and gentlemen, is the best fucking movie of 2019, don't at me. I annoyingly totally agree with Matt. I think I do. Cause, I mean, because fucking you know what that, yeah, no, I won't, I won't agree with Matt if I can help it. <laughs> but Knives uh, Out is so good. Did you have anything else on your list? I only wrote I had down Knives, Knives out, out, Endgame, and Yesterday. Because re- nothing, like all of those movies are the best in their class. Yeah. Knives Out is the best mystery th- film that I've seen, maybe ever. It, mo- it genuinely might be. It's the probably the best movie I've seen in the last probably three or four years. But, it might so be, you say that, I but then you that. might give it to Avengers, wouldn't you? And you might give it to... I don't think you'd give it to Yesterday. I might give it to Yesterday. Uh, I liked Yesterday a lot. I wouldn't give it the best movie award. I just... I had so much fun in yesterday, and those like I did too. The the antagonists of that film, yeah, yeah, the, the two people who still remember the Beatles who just want to thank him, but he's so paranoid that they're gonna like out him to everybody else. Mm-hmm. The only thing I don't like about that is the ending because I philosophically disagree that he was stealing. I think if anything, he was bringing those songs to the world that didn't have them. Yeah, and that's like that's essentially what all artists do. Do does anything really exist? Like, um, like, do we really create yes. anything or does it theoretically exist and we just make it exist practically? Yes. <laughs> um, real quick, before we defi- decide on our definitive answers. Yep. Um, do, 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 Twitter. Uh, so I tweeted out... Um, boo, 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 boo. Uh, tomorrow we're recording the annual Muffin Awards. What was the best and worst movie of the year? Tweet us and we'll read it out on the air. So, at Goddamn Robots, yep. what's-his-face tweeted us. He said, from what he's seen, the best movie of 2019 is Avengers Endgame, and the worst movie of 2019 is Rambo Last Blood. Um, I, okay, I mean, I completely forgot that they did another sequel to Rambo this year. Yeah, me too. I'm glad I didn't see it. And what was also, the other one again? Endgame. Endgame, best. fair enough. Yeah, 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 fair enough too. Yeah. Um... I had a message from Bob. Yep. About Knives Out. Yep. He said Knives Out is so good over like a couple of messages. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he said it might be better than Endgame. And also, I didn't clap at the end of of Rise of Skywalker. Please don't insinuate such things, or I'll be forced to challenge you to pistols at dawn. <laughs> so when Fair we enough. said on the on the Rise of Skywalker episode that somebody from our group clapped, and it might have been Bob. He wants to clarify that it was, that not, it was Bob. not Bob. Did he say who it was? No, because he didn't until, accuse anybody else. Because until he proves it wasn't him, <laughs> I'm going to assume it was still in fact him. Wow. I'll see you at dawn, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, cool. So, 
the question is, because it sounds like it's coming down to Knives Out and Endgame. It's going to come down to those two, yeah, I think so. Do we give it to the movie that's a better overall movie as a movie, or do we give it to the one that had the biggest cultural impact and was the best fireworks display? And I think we've had this discussion every fucking year that that a Marvel movie's come out, that an Avengers movie's come out. Here's the thing. Knives Out has also kind of done the impossible and is being seen by a lot of people. Yeah. For a movie of its class, it's made over $200 million worldwide. Yeah. And for a movie of its kind of... Like, it's got an impressive cast, but that kind of movie doesn't usually make that kind of money. Well, and it has an impressive cast of, like, not B-list, but, like, character actors. It's got Michael Shannon, it's got Tony Collette, it's got... Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis is great. Um... Like, what, who's Danny, James Bond? Danny Craig. Yeah, Daniel Craig. Craig Daniel. Craig Daniel. Um, yeah, like, and all of these people in the scenes that they're in chew the scenery hard. Mm-hmm. And philosophically, it was just such a great message. Yep. And oh, and Chris Evans. How the fuck oh, did I miss Chris so Evans? Good. He's so good. He's so good in it. He's so good and such an opposite to his character in Endgame. And I think that if we leave this as Knives Out, right... In, in 20, 30 years time, when somebody digs through all the old movie podcasts and like tries to be like an anthropologist about this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And sort of goes, mm, a surprising amount of people really like Knives Out instead of Avengers, even though it's had such a much, much bigger cultural impact. Like, it's interesting. I wonder where that comes from. You know, it, like, this isn't just a hipster thing. This isn't, this isn't something that we are doing because Avengers is the more popular one. I, I would want to nominate Knives Out because overall, as a film, it requires a less investment to the rest of a bigger universe. Endgame's a series finale. Endgame is a fireworks display. Yeah, it's a season finale. It's not and meant it's to be. And it's an amazing... So good. And as far as character studies and everything like that go, there's more in that fucking... Uh, I don't even know who you are. You will Scarlet Witch scene. Yeah. Then there isn't a lot of the movies that have been on this list that are nominated as good yeah. movies. Yeah. No, you're right. Like as far as achieving what film sets out to achieve, Avengers does it on a level unprecedented. Yeah. But it almost becomes not a film anymore. Yep. That's where I would say Knives Out has it. I think so too. We're talking about what a traditional movie is, and Avengers. Knives isn't Out that. is entirely contained in an original story. That is excellently told and people are seeing it. Like, I was looking at the Sun Theatres. They posted, like, you know, because today's 42 degrees. So they're like, we've got air conditioning, come down, see a movie. <laughs> but book ahead because they're selling, because sessions are selling fast. It's a screenshot mm. of um, all their sessions. Yeah. And Knives Out, all the Knives Out sessions were, like, selling under the selling fast category. Yeah. Um, Brianne tried to see it yesterday. Mm. And it was sold out, so yeah. she had to see Cats instead. Didn't we go to see it and we couldn't? Yeah, we went to see it and it ended up I couldn't remember if it was session. that one that we yeah, couldn't no, see. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was. We had to go like a couple of days. I'd already seen it, but yeah, you and James were coming. Yeah. But it's also a movie where I was like, I saw it and I was like, Cal, we have to see it. Yes. Because of this. Yes. Because yeah, it has gonna, to be in the Muffin Award. It's got to be in the, it's got to win the best Muffin. I think it does. Because it actually hasn't won anything else yet. Which is surprising because, like, because the other thing is, if you counted Craig Daniels' performance, if you counted him as the antagonist of that thing, all the protagonists, he might win. He wouldn't beat Dora, really. He might win, he might win best antagonist. Yeah, maybe. The other thing is, we didn't nominate Thanos. I did. 
Did you? I said Thanos, yeah. Yeah, I missed it. But he's... he's Because he, he, he's worse in this than he was in Infinity well, War. Well, he's not... This one's more about the Avengers. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and it's just... He's not the same character. No, he's not. He's him from five years ago. Yeah, it's him with his journey cut short. Yeah. Um, yeah, so like... It's interesting that with uh, with a lot of these movies that have ended up in the in the top, we haven't nominated them for other things. Besides yesterday being surprisingly good for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, none of these were like really pushed for in the other categories because they are so good all around. Yes. There's they're, nothing they're... excellent in one particular field. The movie's just excellent. The movie is just great. Yeah. Like, I was going to say, Avengers had a lot of nominations for best moments because there's a lot of great moments. Mm. Knives Out has... Is a great moment, mm. like, well, and it has quite a few good moments. Yeah, um, and Endgame also hasn't won anything so far, which seems somewhat wrong. It but does seem wrong because it deserves the best moment, I think, or something. What do yeah, we get to best moment? J.K. Simmons. Fuck, man, because because <laughs> that is just that's a whole meta context, different level shit. It's also still in the same universe, though. I don't even feel like that it, that they're getting. The, yeah, because that's the thing about Disney owning everything. Yeah. Like they're not losing any muffins again. Knives Out. It's an original, an original story. Like, that, yeah, it, it that's shares, something we haven't leaned on enough. It shares a lot of like tropes, but completely does a fresh well, take on if it. If it didn't but share original, tropes, it wouldn't be part of that genre. But they're original characters, and they've made mm. Knives Out. And me going, well, Daniel Craig as this detective. I'd love to see more Daniel Craig detective stories. Yeah, in other. You know, as a secondary character to another main character. Mm. And um, he left his opinion out about most of the stuff until yeah. the very, very end. Yeah. Until he went, no, this Marta's a good person. Yeah. Like, and his only opinion was this definitively good person, who's so obviously just a good person, was a good person. It's yep. like, wow, controversial opinion, I know. But like, so you could but put like, him he's in not anything. Like a, yeah, exactly. But he's And he's not like a Sherlock Holmes or a Pyro. Like, mm. um... Like he's he he's a whole new, mm. but i i would watch detective. a i would watch a Poirot crossover. I mean, it's not the, the period nope. doesn't line up. Um, man, now I want a Poirot um, Sherlock Holmes, even though the timing doesn't match up. Okay, can we do a weird time travel movie with all the best detectives in the world? Batman gets a time machine. Yeah, he goes oh, assembles dude. the detectives. That'd be pretty yes, good. Yes, because like a like a Doctor Who special, but yeah, they're all just the greatest detectives. Doctor Who could do one of those. Mm, it could. Sherlock Holmes was a real person. Doctor <laughs> Who would pull some of that shit. Yeah. Well, Moffat's uh, Doctor Who would have pulled some of that shit. Well, even oh, this is this is the gender like this is this is Shirley Holmes, and she's the one who was really what Sherlock Holmes is based on. It's and fine. They'll they'll do shit like that in Doctor Who, and it could be great. Um. We have to give it to Knives Out, I think. We do have to give it to Knives Out. Sorry, yeah. we went on a bit of a tangent because we sort of yeah. agreed Knives Out and then yeah. we kept talking. Yeah. So the muffin goes to Knives Out. Congratulations, your muffin's in the mail. I haven't made that joke yet. <laughs> Fuck, um, man. It's getting hot in here. It is. We got one more category to resolve. Oh, yeah, we do. The sort of uh, soft, not real award. It's not one. really an award. Yeah, but we do it. Uh, Brianne did want to quickly say honourable mentions for films I didn't get to see but wanted to. Um, I'm going to rattle these off real quick. Yep, go. Spies in Disguise, Little Woman, Bombshell, Star Wars 9, uh, Richard Jewell, Knives Out, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, Charlie's Angels, Ford vs. Ferrari, Last Christmas. <laughs> There's a lot of these. Last Christmas. Last Christmas I looks great. A lot, but it's terrible. Oh, it looks so <laughs> bad. But I was saying to Bob that it's that Manic Pixie Dream Girl trope. It's the Yes Man story, but... 
gender flip and I love it. <laughs> You've got no idea how dumb it is. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. I love it so much. We might anyway. we might have to watch right, well, it. Yeah. Uh, Hamlet, The Lighthouse, Parasite. Apparently Parasite was amazing. Okay. The Adams Family, Judy, Hustlers. Um, oh, Gold like Punch Finch, and Judy, Judy, yeah. The, the Aeronauts. Aaron the Art Wilson. of Racing in the Rain, The Farewell, Booksmart was apparently really good, A Dog's Journey in the Hustle. That is so many movies, B. Sorry, Brian. <laughs> um, I haven't seen most of those either. I yeah. saw Star Wars and Knives Out last Christmas, that was it. That's the thing, when we do a movie oh, every Charles week Andrews. like this, or every fortnight yeah. these days, um, we don't have time to watch all the things we want to watch. We have to watch the shit that people like, but might actually click on. usually what we want to watch. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe Knives Out. Yeah, Knives Out was a bit of a special no, we did test. that as a mini-sode, too. Yeah. Mostly because I just didn't want to spoil it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, um, so, those uh, most anticipated movie of 2020 for Bob. Oof. He's got Jojo Rabbit. Came out uh, this year, Bob. Yep, so, fuck so off. Doesn't count. Um, and Wonder Woman uh, 1984. Looks fun. I've told Bob to fuck off a lot in this episode. I do apologise. He has been wrong. Um, a lot. <laughs> a yeah. lot, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so get your shit together, Bob. I expect yeah. better. Um... Matt's put Wonder Woman 89 as well. Mm. Uh, 89. 1984. Yep. Um, Brienne has put... Uh, most anticipated movies. Birds of Prey, Call of the Wild, Onward, and Legally Blonde 3. Uh, what? Is a Legally Blonde 3 coming out? Why? Why would that come out? Um, and she says that... Um, most anticipated is, uh, leading women and the dogs, leading women and dogs. What's more to love? Also, you know, Pixar. Um, also there's a note here. Add the main boy from Jumanji 2 to worst protagonist. He literally puts his friends in danger so he can play a video game again. Yeah. What an asshole. Dick move. I mean, it depends how good the video game is. It's the Jumanji video game, Cal. I mean, that sounds pretty good. I mean, it's like what we want VR to be, right? But you can actually get but it. you can actually die. Yeah, can you? Yes, can They sort of say that you can, but then yes. in the first movie he gets in by Hippo and he's fine. No, because he's... No, lives. It's all lives bad. Anyway, what's your most anticipated movie of 2020? Oh, see, I've got a lot of movies that I'm like, this is going to be a fucking train wreck and I really want to watch that happen. Like Venom 2. I was going to say, I really want to quickly note your most anticipated movie from last year was Zombieland 2. Oh no! Past yeah. Cal, come on, <laughs> come on! Like I know uh, you didn't want to say Endgame, but you really just wanted to see Endgame, didn't you? you fucking basic coward. Bitch. Yeah, coward. But so there's there's some weird ones coming out, like a, the like Death on the Nile, the the new um, Hercule Poirot fucking yeah. um, Kenneth Branagh movie, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Uh, See, that's on my list. That's an the trailer abs- makes it look amazing. It does. But it's going to be a fucking train wreck. It, it can't be good. Be. It can't be good. It might, it might be. Can't possibly. I've also get... got the Invisible Man. Did, have you seen the trailer for that? I I looked up the synopsis. Is that Paramount Dark Universe bullshit? It's not Universal. So yeah, um, Universal. And it's it's not the Dark Universe bullshit, but it is the, the it's Invisible Universal Man. with Bloomhouse. Right. I okay. think. Yeah, because because um, it's it's about Blumhouse. the wife, and he's now haunting her. Because he's as the invisible as man, the invisible he's man. A, a monster. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. And I watched the first half of the trailer. I'm like, that's fucking sick. And I'm done watching this trailer now because I'm gonna see it. Fair enough, man. What What do you got, Cal? What What are you What are you going <sighs> with? But also, Wonder Woman '84. Like, fair enough too. Well, I mean, 
because again with with this whole like train wreck idea, I want to see Doolittle, the new Robert Downey Jr. movie, but it looks so bad. I look so bad, but... And it doesn't even sound like him. Um, Bill and Ted, the new Bill and Ted movie. Oh, yep. Um, there's a sequel to Coming to America called yep. Coming to America with the number two in it instead of the word two. Burn it. Yeah, I agree. But I'm so morbidly curious. Godzilla vs. Kong? Mm. That could be that could be a spectacle. That's your um, three. Sorry? That's your three. No, 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 no. So none of these were my <laughs> official. There's the Uncharted movie. The Artemis Fowl movie, the the sequel to the Zack Snyder uh, of the Dead series. He's doing another one, and that first one was surprisingly good, and it came out like ten years ago. <laughs> this like the Pick new three, Cal. Uh, J- Jungle Book two with John Favreau that's coming out. Uh, Mulan. <laughs> Mulan does look good. Uh, okay, uh, Scoob Chicken Run two, a remake of The Witches. <laughs> now, so I, I think I think what I actually want to see is. Is Wonder Woman 1984, um, Jungle Book 2, and Bill and Ted. Fuck it. I don't even like Bill and Ted. It's just that Keanu Reeves, like, like they had to dig up the other guy, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> so rule of averages, we're going to put Wonder Woman as the... Yeah. I didn't, I didn't, me and Brienne didn't nominate it, but I'm actually excited for it too. Yeah. I, I think Wonder Woman is, is just, it's the only one with precedent for it being good. Yeah, all the other movies on this list, I'm like, oh shit, this is gonna be an absolute train wreck, and I can't wait to eat my popcorn and watch it crash. Yep. Speaking of eating, should we eat one last? Muffin? Yeah, we'll eat another muffin. You want a red one, blue one, green one? Give me a blue one. Blue one. There you go, buddy. Let's get that into you. Thanks yum, for yum. joining us on another another of our annual muffin awards. Nom 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 um, nom nom. Um, we'll probably have a Mandalorian episode out soon. Oh, okay. That will be the last one Cal and I do together for a while, like mm-hmm. we said last week. We'll still do episodes together, but it'll be like monthly. And yeah. we'll be doing episodes with Bob and Brienne, respectively. Yep. Um, Might have so James on. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. We'll do an episode. Um, Brienne yeah. and I will talk about cats, no doubt. Yep. And I'll probably talk about cats. I'll just release we'll do a just whole month. me. Oh, like, ju- yeah. I'm just going to sit in front of the microphone and be like, whoa, Cats was fucked. Or <laughs> <laughs> Skype you in. Nah. Nah, you just want to talk into a microphone. I want to just talk into a microphone and be like, whoa, Cats was fucked. Whatever you want to do, man. That's just coming out like a 10 second long clip of me going, whoa, Cats was fucked. You can just take the sound bite from this episode. And just release it as its own thing. What's your favorite movies of the year? Tweet us at Video Shop Pod. Mm. Yep. I really should have nominated Shazam for more stuff. But it got my favourite. Don't get a muffin. It gets love from me. <laughs> so it's not all about muffins. I need to put another bit of muffin in my mouth so I can say this outro with my mouth full. Gross. So, you know, Disgusting.